Well, well, I got opposed to it, damn it. Sorry. But back I'll to beat it. a bitch's ass. Hello? Okay. Back to it? Back to, yeah, yo, back, back to, to you beating it. a bitch's ass. No, like, only yeah. if they deserve it. Ball is life. I'm throwing up my... <laughs> oh, here I go. <laughs> gotta get some more pizza crumbs off. Jeanette's gonna beat a bitch's ass. <laughs> I'm just uh, waiting. Gotta get that tattoo done. Yeah. <laughs> you guys and welcome to the very first inaugural podcast of there's only one tree hill that matters wait that's wrong that is the wrong title (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys okay welcome to the first podcast of there's only one tree hill podcast that matters and it's this one hopefully i can edit that out um i'm winston uh i'm jimmy i'm the innocent one hey guys i'm Jeanette. And I'm not as innocent as I sound. <laughs> it's definitely not as innocent as you sound. Right? Thank that you. That sounds bad. That sounds bad. I'm not that sounds bad. Um, it's okay. And we're here to binge cast, which is a new word that I just learned the other day, binge cast, oh, where you watch multiple episodes and you podcast about it. We're going to binge cast uh, One Tree Hill. Um, I've seen the entire series, every episode at least once. Some I've seen more than once. Uh, Jimmy has maybe... Heard a couple episodes Excuse that I've played. Excuse you. Excuse me. Thank okay. you. Thank Excuse you. Me. I've so. actually seen several episodes, if you want to go there, okay. um, which I'm trying to be as biased or unbiased as possible. So, uh, yeah. I've never seen One Tree Hill before. This is my first <laughs> time. I had no idea what to expect. It's brand new to me. And I'm excited. I've been trying to get a podcast started for forever. I've been trying to convince Jeanette to watch One Tree Hill for a couple years. For, now. like, at least four years. At least four years. <laughs> um, so everybody can understand the deep, immense love that I have for One Tree Hill. Even though I understand that sometimes it's probably going to be really awful, um, hopefully we all will stick with this and enjoy it. Um, so our first episode is obviously going to cover um, the pilot, and we're also right. going to cover the second episode, uh, The Places You Have Come to Fear Most. Um, this is our inaugural podcast. I don't think any of us are official podcasters. Nope. Um, so bear with us. Um, <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> this may sound bad. So if you guys have feedback, be nice about it. Um, you know, let us know what you suggest. I'm open to it. Um, again, uh, this is something I really wanted to do, so I'm really, really excited about it. Um, so we kind of have like an outline of how this is going to go. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I'm trying to plan, plan, plan. Um, so I think this is that's pretty. This is a pretty good introduction, right? No. No? What, no, what else should we have? Oh my gosh, if they could see your face forever now. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a kid, right? Like, well, if we get some donations, maybe yeah. we can video yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, donations. <laughs> we will be taking oh. donations. You know oh everyone wants to see what we look like. Exactly. Um, well, you know, <laughs> oh, Jeanette, I need to get your information for the website. Um, website? The, yes, the <laughs> Podbean, who we sponsor our podcast through, um, gives everybody an individual website. Oh my and gosh. so we have a website. Jimmy and I already have are about us up there, so I need to get your information for about us. I'm just going to use the picture that you sent me, or that I stole from Facebook, actually. Right. I didn't send you anything. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> what? Well, I stole from your bachelorette party. That works. Oh, okay. The one where I'm, like, okay. drunk and my mouth is open. Yeah. I chose the most appropriate one I can okay. I did look pretty okay. cute back then. You did, and it really, Thank I think it summed you. up Jeanette perfectly for me. It did. Uh, so I was really excited. Okay. 
Um, but I'll just get that information when we finish here. Um, and okay. then if you guys want to, when we plug everything at the end, um, we'll eventually have something set up to where we can take donations. Um, and we would be really glad to take your donations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> to, get, okay. to get better equipment. Um, well, yeah. We are working with some pretty cheap mics, but they're really awesome mics. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, just, they just because sale, they're cheap. Uh, does, yeah, they are on you. sale. It was a damn good bargain. They were. They were. Mine was, I had bargain hunt, literally. Um, I didn't buy any of this. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I've already brought you into watching Montreal and doing a podcast. I feel like you've done enough. And you gave me pizza. And I gave you pizza. I'm all (laughs) Even though it tastes like the pizza I ate in elementary school. I also just gave Jeanette Sriracha for the first time. (laughs) It's so good and my mouth is still burning. She said she felt her heart burning. I had to get a puff for my nose. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, Um, where was I going with this? Exactly. What are we, what are we doing here? Donations. Oh, that. Okay. Um, but if you guys want to donate, because we'll need better equipment, um, just (laughs) paying to get our podcast out there is pretty expensive. Um, and we may have a cool giveaway set up, um, as well. Oh, that's right. Uh, there's that. But we're going to, with that being said, we're going to dive into the very first episode Mm. of One Tree Hill. Pilot. Which was entitled Pilot. Um, and we're just kind of, I'm going to read the DVD description. Um, another podcast I listen to, they read the Netflix descriptions, um, and it's pretty hilarious, but I don't want to copy off of them, so I'm just going to read the DVD description, okay? okay. Um, so the DVD description of episode one, a uh, pilot, which was written by Mark Schwann, um, originally aired September 23rd, uh, 2003, um, so we haven't hit the anniversary yet, I guess, but... I'm going to say said Nathan Scott is Tree Hill's biggest basketball star and is dating Peyton, a gorgeous cheerleader. Then his half-brother Lucas joins the team and threatens to take both Nathan's spot in the lineup and his girl. Do we agree that's kind of what happens in that's, this episode? That sounds pretty accurate. Sounds pretty accurate, right? Jimmy? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, we can just start breaking down the episode. Um, so this, this pilot starts with an open on the bridge. Um, it's going to be a pretty iconic bridge, I assume. Um, because they show up more than once in this episode. Um, we definitely see this bridge. And it opens right. with the bridge. And then we see our first character, Peyton, uh, played by Hilary Burton. And she's driving her car. Um, and she's listening to her music. And there's some guy that's bouncing a basketball through the street who is supposed to be Chad Michael Murray. Um, but he does not. He is not Chad Michael Murray. I guarantee you that that was like a stunt double or something. That was not Chad. See, I'm going to have I to mean, rewatch I, this because like, I didn't I, catch that. I didn't either. I really didn't. Maybe I'm just but he had a hood on and, and I'm just like, okay, that's him with the hood on. It was not Chad Michael Murray. I would, I would bet a dollar. But why would he have a stunt double? Because like, for that Because Chad Michael Murray can't dribble a basketball and run? Because that guy was dribbling a basketball and running. I don't remember that. Huh. And I don't even, like, I sort of remember the bridge, but I don't even remember. I was thinking maybe he doesn't want to mess up his hair with that hood on, you know. He's a pretty boy. He's a pretty boy. He is a pretty boy. You remember him from Gilmore Girls. Oh, my gosh. He was Logan Huntsberger. No, he was not Logan Huntsberger. No, he wasn't. He was the other guy. Tristan. Tristan. His name was Tristan. You know, I haven't seen that show in so long. I, I don't remember him. He was in the first season. The but first anyway, season. Okay. We'll, we'll digress from that. He is a pretty boy. I'm just going to say that. He is. Um, so then it, we switched to the Whitey Durham Field House, and I'm like, what kind of name is the Whitey Durham Field House? That's the name of the gym. Because <laughs> well, um, the coach's name is Whitey. Yeah, his I'm name like, is Whitey, which well, we learned why, in a second. Why is it? Okay. Well, he's okay. been obviously a coach for a long time. Because yeah, he, but he I coach don't know Dan. coaches that have their own at a high school. I mean, this is a small town. It's Tree Hill. I mean, it's not like they got oh. anything else going for him at this point, right? He's important. Yeah. He's important. He's given them a bunch of championships, right? Yeah, I think. 
I no, think so. It's like five. That's the case of what he uh, said. Well, they've had a lot of Yeah, games. he said it actually in one of the episodes. I can't remember. Did he? Yeah, he did. He well, we can't five. be jumping ahead huh. and giving out spoilers. No, I'm saying it was like in the, the episode we just Cause, watched. Because the spoiler is going to be how many games is it? Oh, guys. Well, damn it. And we get to, we see, we get our first introduction of Dan and Nathan. And Dan is like watching Nathan like warm up and he's like 20 shots, no less. And I'm just like, what a dick. So he's very demanding very of his demanding. son and in control of his basketball playing. And, and he think, is an asshole. Yeah, and I think this is the very first glimpse into like seeing that he basically lives his dream through his kid. I think right. that's what they're trying to set up there. Um, and so we kind of get parallels of the river court and the school court with Lucas coming onto the, to the river court. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got Mouth and Jimmy okay, who are who's, doing. Okay, honey, I don't know these names. Like, Mouth is Minkus from Boy Meets Girl. I mean, not Boy Meets Girl, but Boy Meets oh! Girl. God, that's where I see open. that guy. I, was, I, I knew I saw him from something. I was like, oh man, he looks so familiar. Yes. Um, oh right. wow. Yes. Um, okay. But he looks familiar. He looks like yeah, a yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. And then Jimmy was the bigger guy. Yeah. Um, and they yeah, were. I know Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. And so Sorry. they were podcasting about the night, and well, they were talking about the night. I don't really know. I don't podcast. think they podcasted back then. No, this was 2003. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, either way, they're talking about the. They're pretending to announce the game. We learned that Lucas is oh, like yeah, one thirty-eight and three, so he's won like one hundred and thirty-eight games and lost three. And I'm just like, that is a ridiculous average. I didn't even catch that, and catch that's that is ridiculous. Well, Mouth was like he's one thirty-seven and three, and then Jimmy's like, no, he's one thirty-eight and three, and I'm just like, come on now, huh. I don't buy that. I don't, know. Um, I, don't, I don't remember that. And so then, like, we had. Back to the – so there's basketball going on right now, um, and, you know, there's a game going, and uh, the team is up. The Ravens are up, and Nathan's on, and uh, Whitey tells Nathan to, to sit out after he calls him in and calls a timeout, and Nathan's like, well, we're up, blah, 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 and Whitey's like, I'm still the coach of yeah, this team. Yeah, it's my team. And, he, and, and yeah. Nathan's like, well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And yeah. Nathan's like, whatever you need to believe. Yeah. And I'm well, just like – Nathan's a little douche. He is. He is. He is. I just he don't is. like him really, at all. I want to knock the shit out of him. I know. It's like, who do you think you are? But the way that he was, what is the girl's name? Is it Brooke? Hayden. Hayden. I'm Hayden. sorry. Brooke is not fair. You're jumping ahead. Well, I don't know their names. So I don't know. Oh. It's not fair. Okay. But I'm just like, he was an asshole. Yeah. And so um, he puts Nathan back in. And so, um, you know, Nathan gets back in the game. He's on the court. And Peyton's like, don't bother showering tonight. To him, and I'm like, that's just nasty. Yeah. I'm like, like what? Okay, I, am I slow as hell? Because I don't know what that meant. Don't bother showering tonight. Like, we're going to get sweaty when we go have sex. So yeah. don't even bother showering. Okay, or she like likes the smell of him. When he's I'm like, assuming that's what's happening. I, I, oh my gosh. Okay, you need to, uh, you need to look it up. Because that's some bullcrap. But I mean, that's what I took from it, which is like, don't bother showering. Like, you're just going to get, you know, nasty again. Nasty yeah, again. Exactly. I mean, I don't know much about, like, playing sports and having sex because I'm the least athletic person but i imagine that's nasty i know about like sweating like that is so disgusting and that being just absolutely nasty well so we could tell that she's like nasty so far she's a little freak she comes up again later when she jokes with lucas yeah but we'll get there at one point we um so anyway um lucas was the guy that we saw on the river court obviously in case we didn't with the hood with the hoodie that was not lucas at the beginning of the episode so you have lucas you have mouth you have jimmy you have peyton you have nathan whitey and dan that we really got introduced to so far just briefly and then uh after the game when they win they decide to steal a school bus yeah or as tim tries to outrageously put tell me we did not just steal a school bus this feels like we just stole a school bus and i'm just like shut up sit down take your ridley i got very nervous (laughs) i did see that and and nathan's like we didn't borrow i mean we didn't steal it we borrowed a school bus 
And I'm just like, either way, this Ugh. is Grand Theft Auto. And everyone's like drinking and making yeah. out and this... This chick, like, it's like, where's Peyton? And then <laughs> he's, he's like, like, oh, no. And then she just kisses him <laughs> yeah. while he's driving. Yeah. And then there's a train. And then I'm well, like, oh, no. And speaking of Peyton, she's oh. driving through town, and like, <laughs> digging through her backseat for her CDs. And she doesn't see Lucas. Well, wait a second. I'm not going to lie. Like, that really took me back. Like, yeah. to my first car and having CDs in my first car. Mm. Like, that really took me back. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And even with the handwritten whatever she had on there because they were... The mixtape. Like, mixtape. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god. And Peyton's really big into music. This is the second time we've kind of heard like really cool tunes from She her. listens to good music. She does listen to good music. And what I thought was interesting when I wrote down Ooh, in my notes it. is that her music <laughs> is like the total opposite of Nathan's. Like in Nathan's scene where he's driving the car, you get this rap, like this heavy like right. rap. And then you got her listening to like some alternative rock and he's... Some punk. Like, so she's like driving, she's not paying attention, and then there's more parallels of almost accidents. Like Peyton almost hits Lucas, and she stops, and they kind of stare at each other for a second, like really longingly. I thought someone was going to die, <laughs> really did, and that's I how this really episode, this whole series is going to start out, a death. <laughs> that ain't great, like Veronica Mars with a death. <laughs> I know! And I was like, oh um, my gosh, I was very scared. And so they almost, and then on the bus, they almost hit a train, right. and then just happened to be behind the train, police. Yeah, they were just like, waiting on them, basically. That was like the shortest train ever, though. It really was. Like, it really, really was. Well, sometimes trains really don't have a lot of cars. <laughs> and they just, just kind of go very fast. They don't. But, I mean, that late at night, I mean, they usually have, like, a... Like, well, this is what? North Carolina? North Carolina. We have no idea what happens in North Carolina. We do not. Except true. for that people can't go this into the bathrooms. Who? North Carolina has those laws now where, like, you have to go to the bathroom you identify with. And they have people, like, police oh. in the bathrooms down there. But that's a, that's a pop culture... I mean, a... A current reference, and it's not obviously not taking place oh. in 2003. But anyway, no. um, so then the next day, the the principal is like, "We're going to make an example out of this. This is Grand Theft Auto, yes. and a little you know, underage drinking." Underage drinking. Right here. And he's like, "These people were not involved. Everybody else is like banned from the team." And so it's like Nathan, obviously Tim, Jake, Jake. and some other no name guy who I Gutierrez, I think was his name, but he's not relevant because right. we never. And they him. just go free. They just go free. They weren't involved. They were not involved. Yeah, they Nathan were there. Was totally driving. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, Dan Scott is looming in the background like the Jolly Green Giant, as Tally and I used to call him. He's just looming back there. <laughs> That's and a so good reference. He's back there. And so um, then he chases Whitey outside. He's like, you know, you're ruining these dreams of these kids, blah, blah, blah. And then, Whitey, you know, he's just like, you're full, of, you're full of shit or something like that, basically. And Whitey's like, it comes with, with old age. It's called constipation. constipation. And, I, and like, I, just <laughs> love, I just love Whitey at that moment. I, I was like, he's Whitey's my favorite so character right it's now. Not, I do love Whitey. Though. Yeah. I really do. I Whitey. Really I have some Whitey quotes for later because I, I really, really love some of the stuff Whitey says. Yeah, he's freaking awesome. And so then back at the River Court, um, Skills, we meet Skills. Um, which I don't know if you guys noticed, but Skills has a tattoo on his arm that is of a cross. cross yes, yeah. a basketball you know you in the center of it. it. I did so not notice what I'm going to title this episode on on iTunes is "Ball is Life" because it's on the cross. Uh, because I wrote that in my notes several times. Basketball is serious. Ball is life. Hmm. And I just feel like nothing symbolizes that more than the ball being on the cross, and then later on when they have a conversation about the church, about the gym being like a church. Right. But anyhow, oh, he did yeah. actually say that. How, yeah. how, I mean, right. honestly, I would have never noticed that big ass cross on his arm had you not seen it. I noticed anything. the cross, it's not the basketball. There's and a basketball not, in the center of but it. I, was I wasn't looking at that closely. Because I wanted to see the actual Jesus ball died on the cross that we could hoop. Like, you know? <laughs> hoop. Like, that, there it is. That's a crazy <laughs> reference. 
I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not the, saying. You know, not you, but I'm saying from them. Or maybe he just really, I mean, he is black and that's probably his real tattoo. And which pissed me off. And I feel like in the community, Wait, he's black? I hear Ball's yes. life all the time. Well, you mad? Not the fact that he was black, but just the way his character was. Like, I felt like he was just this just this black guy here But to this is also 2003. I understand. And that. we have come a yeah. lot further, but at the same time, Skills is like probably like one of the only POCs in this episode, personally. Uh, no, he, no, 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 no. There was a girl, there was a cheerleader there, which because I picked up on that as well. But she had but no lines. She had none. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's another black guy at the yeah. park. I think it was. Junk. There is. Yeah. Junk. But he doesn't have a name this episode, nor does he have lines. But I noticed him in there. I was like, oh, yeah. I got like yeah. one yeah. black <laughs> dude. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, no, there's another right there, but he doesn't say anything. But this is also North Carolina. This is the South, right? It is further than us. Right? What? No, North Carolina is up. It's further up north. It's north. North is in no. the the North title. Carolina is over to the right near Virginia. Where's South Carolina? Below, right, right below North Carolina. Carolina. Well, it's still below a line that makes it the South. I don't know. We're further south than they are, damn it. Well, anyway, back at the River Court, <laughs> with Skills talking, Skills is like, "Hey, Lucas, what are you reading right now?" And Lucas is like, "I'm reading Steinbeck," and he like names off some book, and I'm just like. Lucas is such a tool. He's a hipster. Yeah. He's like, I'm reading Steinbeck. I'm in high school and I'm sensitive and I read Steinbeck. I don't remember that. Yeah, he says that he's I'm reading Steinbeck. He's just a sensitive pretty boy. He is. He is. And um, Peyton drives by and they kind of ogle her and then they mention the fact that she has a webcam. Right. And, and that guy's that, like, oh, he yeah. gets, she gets naked on all the time. She gets naked on all the time. And like, they're curves. just like, Psh, whatever. Curves. Luke, yeah, Lucas is like, I'm whatever. Like, and I then we head that. back to home. Lucas goes home. Well, to the cafe, um, which his mom runs. And do you guys recognize her? No. She is the voice of Nala in The Lion King. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you guys notice anything else about her? No. I'm... She's totally pregnant right now in real life. The really? So if you look at any from the future when you're watching and you look at her shots, you'll notice there's something always covering her stomach. Huh. Or anytime her and Lucas have a conversation, she's balled up or she's like they're sitting down. Because the pregnancy was not planned, and he wasn't going to write into the show. I think she show. has a laundry basket in front of her she at some point. She does at one point. Yeah. I actually put it in my notes. Laundry okay. basket. Um, <laughs> wow. And so then we also meet Haley, Lucas's best friend. And I like her. I notes, love Haley. She's real quirky. Yeah. My notes on Haley is Haley is amazing, clumsy, and sweet, and there's chemistry there. Definitely. And then she totally brings up Joey Loves Dawson. I know. This what she said. What she was like. She's oh like, my God. They're talking about their poor names or something. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. Dawson's freak, and I'm this and that. Yeah, that and I was, was like, whoa. But at that point, when she's like, because mom's like, I found you something today. And she's like, well, actually, I found it, but not to bring up some totally Joey Loves Dawson scenario. Uh-huh. Um, and it turns out to be Julius Caesar. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, those are tied in the affairs of men. Or she says that. And he's and she's like, something like that. And he's like, yeah, thanks, guys. And I'm just like, Lucas is so soulful. Do you have anything in your Or am I just, like, breezing through notes? Um, you're doing good. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then we cut back to the school. And we see Whitey in his office. <laughs> and um, Keith comes in. And, Keith, and that is uh, Lucas's, Lucas's uncle, uncle. Dan's brother. And Keith Scott has his flask on him, and I'm just like, he's a drinker. Yes, there's a big, big, big red flag there, right? Because oh, first yeah. of all, he pulls out his flask, and he pours some into Whitey's cup, and Whitey's oh, awesome. Yeah, he's he, like, you want a little on Whitey? He, he pours Whitey a little, and he's like, a little, little bit more. A little bit more there. And then they start talking, and so he talks to him about Lucas, and he's just like, hey, I know you got all these players suspended, and Lucas plays basketball, and he's really great. And then we mention, this is the first time we actually hear that Lucas is Dan's son. Right. Nobody has mentioned it up to this point. Um, but Whitey is like, you mean Dan's other son? Um, and then Keith is like, well, Dan never signed the papers. You know, he he skipped out on uh, Karen when you know when she found out she got pregnant. But he's on the, the birth certificate though. He's on the Dad. birth certificate. Mm-hmm, that's what um, I said. 
And then Whitey kind of hints at his own past with Dan with basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time we learned that uh, Dan is Lucas's father. So Lucas is Nathan's brother, but Dan does not claim him. And so obviously right. they have a sort of disconnect between them, which is a big deal. It's a big, it's a big That's plot really point awkward. Here. And so then I write down that Whitey and Keith are creepy and are watching boys play on the river court at night drinking in but the car. But they're watching uh, Luke. Yeah, they were in the car watching Luke at the river court drinking. And he was just Oh, like, yes, when he said he had to meet him. Oh, yeah. yeah but they had, had a purpose. It had know? a purpose. Yeah, it, it wasn't just two creepy guys watching. Now, so, but so, in 2016... All right, if there was a coach sitting in the parking lot watching boys play, boys that weren't on his team, and he's just drinking alcohol. Well, they go to the same school. They do, but he's not they on the basketball the same team. That wouldn't happen in 2016. It would not. It would not because people would – we're trying to be PC, and it would it would totally freak people out. But, I guess. So anyway. Um, no, no. He'd be calling his mom. Because if you're in the wrong part of town, I mean – And you can tell that Whitey wants to give Lucas a chance because Whitey tells Keith that he told Dan to take his scholarship right. and to go play basketball. And then Keith tells Whitey that, you know, he he did Karen and Lucas a favor uh, by telling Dan to go. Um, and he also says that, you know, in their conversation that he and Karen are friends. But you can tell there's a look on his face. Like, yeah, it's like, he, uh, he loves like, this one. Like, I kind of wish there was a little more there. Yeah, definitely. But it's not right now. But definitely. yeah. Um, and so then we come back to Nathan the next day. And he walks in on Peyton as she's doing art. And he's like, what are you wasting your time on? And... So then they, they get into an argument because he's like, hey, do you want to come hang out with me and the guys? Because she never called him back. And mm-hmm. he calls her music crap. He says that she's listening to Loser Rock and he wasn't going to do it because he has other options. That pissed me off. It, it was dick bag. And then he <laughs> apologizes and she's into it. She's just like, I know. Okay. I was like, You're, y'all are both idiots. Especially yeah, Peyton. Peyton's like, an idiot. Nathan's Peyton's just an asshole. asshole. Peyton's an idiot. It's like, why are you, why are y'all even together? And so, but they're, they, well, why do you say she's an idiot? That she's putting up with him and, oh, you know, taking okay. that. Like, I have other options. I was like, go go for it. You know, bye-bye. Yeah. Dick bag. Dick bag. Um, so then Luke, Lucas is creeping Peyton the next day when Whitey comes for him to talk to him. And he takes him to the gym. And they talk about how the gym is like a church. And that a lot of praying is done there anyway. Because Whitey likes his dream quiet. And he offers Lucas a chance of a lifetime. Varsity. On, on varsity. Ooh. And... And then he throws the ball at him, like, really seriously. They ball bounce. And I'm just like, I write down, basketball is fucking serious, yo. Like, I mean, it's serious. This, this whole point. episode is basketball. It is basketball. I wasn't expecting basketball. I was really surprised. I was like, basketball? Really? I know, because I, yeah. I would I like a show about Yeah, basketball. I was like, like basketball. Jeanette knows me. I don't, I don't like basketball. Oh, no, I don't care about I sports. I just love this show. <laughs> um, and so then later on, they're back at the river court, and I see Skills with the ball and his cross again. Um, and you know, he's like, are you going to go on the team? And Lucas is like, I don't know. And he's like, let's shoot for teams. And then the skills is like, well, we're not shooting for teams. We're shooting to be excuses to why mm-hmm. we're, you're not going to be on the team. So we're not going to play. And I'm just like, that was really grown up and adult and just like way above this situation for me. Like, I don't feel like high school kids he's really very care wise. about like He's very wise. He doesn't look like he's in high school, though. He does not look like he's in high school. None of them really do. Nah. Well, Chad McElroy kind of does. <laughs> okay. He, has um, yeah, he, he really does, but that's only because of the attire that he had. Yeah. And so, yeah, go ahead. I was trying to keep her going because we're at 20 minutes. I'm just trying to make sure wow. we, get, we get going. Why are you putting us on the time frame? I'm not. I'm just, people might not want to listen to like a two hour long podcast. I just want to make two sure. hours? Well, not yet. But anyway, okay, so anyway. Um, so then <laughs> Lucas comes home, finds the jersey on the steps, puts it on, Karen walks by, and she just sees him. She's got mm-hmm. the laundry basket in her hand at this point. Oh, that's true. And she's just like, take it off. So he takes it off, and they go outside, and they have a talk about um, just about him and Junior League and 
who left the the thing, you know, who left the thing there and the jersey. Mm-hmm. And he's like, probably Whitey. And so she's like, I don't want you to live, you know, to hold back on your life because of me. You know, she's like, my past is not your future. And so I'm just like, well, you know. It's like, don't tell him to take off his jersey. Then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't tell him to take off his jersey. <laughs> don't tell him But that. at this point, we're just like, so we're setting it up. You know, we know that Lucas has been trying to hold back on playing basketball um, for Karen's sake, whatever that mm-hmm. may be. Because obviously seeing him in that jersey brought back memories for her. Mm-hmm. Memories of Dan. Memories of him leaving her in the gym. And everything else. Which I'm like, it's such a shitty way to leave somebody. Like, hey, well, yeah, you're I pregnant. Mean... We're in the gym. I'm going to school for basketball. See ya. Take care of the baby. But I mean, that, I, I understand that. But I just think that to me, in my mind, it's a much bigger issue. And I probably made a bigger deal out of it than I should have. But you're a goddamn parent now. Put your goddamn health, dreams, issues, or whatever problems you had in your, you know, your childhood, put that shit to the side. I mean, you have a kid now, and if he wants to play basketball or whatever the case may be, then you shouldn't hold it back. Which she does. She realizes that. I'm saying even in that moment, telling him to take off that jersey, I think that was just completely I think it just took her by surprise. Because keep in mind, Lucas has probably lived his life up to this point trying to make sure that she's okay. So she's probably gotten so used to this. Mm -hmm. It's probably a shock. Um, And so then we go back to... Nathan and Dan at the house, and Nathan's like lifting weights, and he's like, "Hey, mom won't be back until next week. She's sending her business." Trip. Okay, so I got a question on that, by the way, because it was just talking in my, my head. Okay, so is it the reason that they didn't have a mother there is because they didn't have one casted, or was something? I'm thinking they don't have one cast because we won't meet the mom for a couple uh, episodes, down right? Because I was like, Jeanette's gone to up? episode four, and I have. No, 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 no big spoilers, but she hasn't shown up yet, right? Oh yeah, she did. I oh, think she, yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen her. Okay, so, yeah, oh, okay. I think okay, it was actually. Exactly, episode four. Probably. Okay. Um, but she probably wasn't cast. But they hit, you know, she's got business trips. So she, they have, yeah, they has have a mom, story. but and, she's away. And I mean, yeah. there was so much going on in this episode anyway, because you're setting up so many different characters. Yeah. Right. It really wasn't needed. Like, she had yeah. her throwaway line, and it was good. And so, um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, so he's just like, you know, Dana's like, you know, what are you going to do about about that, you know, and he starts to finish, you know, he doesn't finish his sentence, and Nathan's like, your son playing on the, why are you asking your son to play? And he's like, don't call him that. He's not my son. And I'm like, well, you fathered him, you dickbag, but, yeah, yeah so he's like, don't do that. And then they get into, like, some super passive-aggressive, like, lifting competition. He's like, get up, and then he starts lifting, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm Dan Scott, and Johnny Green Giant, watch me lift this shit. <laughs> and so then there's more sports talk, but it's all about Dan. It's all about how right. Whitey's trying to get back at Dan by letting him on the team, and you shouldn't let Whitey try to ruin your chances because he's trying to take me down. And so he's like, I, I want you to make sure you do whatever you have to do to make sure that Lucas does not play because it's going to tarnish your name. And I'm just like, is it going to tarnish Lucas, Nathan's shot or is it going to tarnish your name? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, they have the same last name. They do. They do. <laughs> but only, and as Dan said, it was wishful thinking on Karen's part. This is true. Which I'm like, is it, again. Which, why would she even want that? Because he did bring that up too. Like, why would you want that? I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I'm no, going to keep my mouth shut. Well, hush. Um, so, but anyway, so then Nathan goes to see Luke, and he's like, hey, I'm going to challenge you to one-on-one, and mm-hmm. if I win, um, you know, you go back in the hole where you belong in your place, and if you win, I quit the I quit the team. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, looking really serious, and I'm like, I wrote again, basketball is fucking serious, yo. Like, high school basketball, I never knew was this intense. But oh, maybe it's really know. intense in, in Tree Hill, North Carolina. Well, I guess if you had nothing else to do. And so then we see Haley again, and she's almost attacked by pigeons. Right. And, and she said um, it was crows last week. Last week. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And so then Lucas is like, it's a murder of crows. Right. She's like, what? He and knows. Like, it's a murder of crows. She was like, and he starts naming off what these other things are. Yeah. And she's like, this is why people think you're weird. Yes, exactly. But he's just a good guy. I really like him. And, and he then, reads books. 
He does he read books. Things. He reads books, and he's a good guy. Like, that's yeah. what we're supposed to get from Lucas. He's mm-hmm. he's thoughtful. And I mean, I love Lucas. Like, Lucas is, I love Lucas. So I'm like, I get it. But like, I'm watching it now as an adult. I'm just like, man, this is what we were like as teenagers. But on a side note, the more I look at like my Facebook posts for like the past couple of years, like from like everything from like 2010 earlier, mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I was such a goob. Like, <laughs> man. What the fuck is a goob? Like, a goob. You know, it's hard to describe a goob. Goober. A goober. A goober. A goober. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and so she, so he brings up. Huh? You feel that you're different now? I do. Oh, okay. I think I'm a more mature goober. Mm. I was an immature yeah. goober back then. There you go. Um, and so he tells her that it's an unkindness of ravens, which I think is, is really interesting because, you know, obviously the team is the Tree Hill Ravens. Mm, I didn't know that. That's right. Yeah. I didn't pick you up know what? Much. They were chanting that when they were coming out of the game or yeah. going to the game. You're right. You're right. Um, and so, you. I know. And so then later <laughs> on. He's seen this way more than <laughs> us. <laughs> Hey, hey, you're not going to say your moment. I'm sorry. I'm my shot. Wow. Um, that was a little Hamilton reference. I was listening to Hamilton this oh, morning. Um, that is. So then Peyton breaks down on the side of the road. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But this, and Keith is telling some story about a basketball game that he saw with his father when he was a kid. And he looked up and saw his dad crying um, because that guy was playing like poetry. And what Luke does is a gift him playing basketball. And he should share that gift. And again, I'm right down. Basketball is serious, yo. Yeah. Like, it made Keith's dad cry. And keep in mind that Keith's dad is also Dan's dad. Anybody that raised Dan dad, or anybody that Dan raised dad. Dan, um, <laughs> and if it can make that person cry, then obviously yeah. it's an art, you oh, know? Oh, my goodness. Um, so then Luke goes to tell Peyton, and he feels like trying to relate to her. He was just like, that's me inside your head. And she's like, what? And he's like, no effects. Their song is like, that's me inside your head. Mm. And she's just like, whatever. And so... Um, she calls Nathan, and Nathan's like, I'm at the gym, and I can't come, I, you know, I don't want to come pick you up. But he agrees <sighs> to come pick her up, and so um, she happens to call Keith his dad, and he's like, no, that's my uncle, and she's like, whatever your story is, you know. So they got some witty banter going Obviously, back and forth, you know. That, that was, okay. And so then he's like, can I ask you a question? And she was just like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, why are you a cheerleader? You're like the least cheerful person I know. Mm-hmm. And um, so then he's like, you know, I, I can give you a ride. You know, um, and so she's like, this is after a while when Nathan hasn't shown up. And so then she happens to say one of the greatest lines of all time. She's like, first of all, you don't know me. And second of all, you don't know me. Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. whoever wrote that, like, get your life together. Like, what are you doing? Um, and they bond over Dan being an asshole. And he was just like, you know, what are you good at? And she's like, I'm good at sex besides sex. And I'm just like, yeah, I was like, you should have said that. Like, I, mean, I really wish she hadn't said that because yeah. it put an image in my head of her being a flat out whore. Even yeah. though she said she was joking and it was supposed to be all sarcasm, but sarcasm has some type of hidden truth in it. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, She's obviously experienced. And then he tells her about his him playing. <laughs> you know, when she asks him about, he, he just tells her a story about him playing junior league and finding out that mm-hmm. Dan was his dad and the little boys teasing him. And being at the game and seeing his mom crying when they came right. home. And so he decided to never play basketball again. Yeah. And she's like, well, why did you, you know, decide to tell me that? And he's like, I don't know. So then it gives her a ride. Um, and uh, Dan visits uh, Keith at the dealership. Mm-hmm. And was like, hey, little bro. Or big bro. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's the bigger yeah, brother. He's, yeah, he's the big brother. He's the bigger brother. And he's like, I sent some business your way. Business is doing great. And, you know, he's like, okay, I'm going to thank you for that. And so yeah. then he's just like, you know, we need to... Get get Lucas out of basketball. This is ruining his his future, Nathan's future. Blah blah blah. Um, 
And he basically says to 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 Keith, you know, I told Karen to take care of take it. Take care. We know as, what that means. Yeah, as but Lucas is walking so up. Yeah, rude. I felt so well, bad. Well, he didn't for know him. that Lucas was Even there. Even if he didn't know that, but that's still a jackass move. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's just. Well, he was terrible. talking to his brother. You know what I mean? It wasn't oh. like he, he, you know, he probably felt comfortable enough to say this around his brother. Because they had to live with each other their whole lives. So he probably not so much of an ass Dan is. So Dan's just like, I'm not finna sugarcoat anything around my brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's still an asshole move. And so then we see the bridge again, the iconic bridge. I have to go see this goddamn bridge. It's in the opening title. I don't remember seeing it. Okay. He's dribbling that ball. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you can see my hand, I'm acting like I'm dribbling a ball. It's it's pretty intense, you know. It's pretty good. I bet I can dribble better than Chad Michael Murray. Probably can. Maybe that's why they got that double. That is they, oh. I'm telling you, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. I That's just not affirmative. I have to. I have to okay, well, you guys look it up. Um, so then Lucas goes back to challenge Nathan, and he's just like, tomorrow night, uh, midnight, mm-hmm. at the river court. And I'm like, is this not a school night? I know. Like, I was like, his parents will let them go. <laughs> they all knew. That. They knew. Like, outside. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. Basketball is that serious. Yeah. And it is, it's so serious. Ball yeah. is life because it's on the cross. Okay, that is that is what it is. Oh my god! Um, and so then Karen shows up at the dealership, and she's just like, "Dan, you're a dick bag, and don't be trying to ruin his life." And she was just like, "I'd hate to talk to you in a more unpleasant or you know, more unpleasant tone than I am now, or whatever." Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's practically yelling at him. She was. Um, I was so proud of her though in that moment. Yeah, I was like, like yeah, I really was. Way, yeah. Way to go. Um, and then, you know, um. Dan says that, uh, you know, Karen is humiliating Luke by letting him play, um, which I'm like, really rude. And then later mm-hmm. on, he sees Nathan coming out the shower, and Nathan has a nipple ring. Um, oh, yeah, that was just, no. So you didn't like that? No, hell no, it, I don't it had like no that. Edge for you? Why do you think I would like that? <laughs> I don't know, I thought it might be edgy, you know, I know you like edge. A nipple ring <laughs> is not edgy. That's okay. just gross okay. and very, just weird. And so Dan says to him, if I wanted a daughter, I would have adopted one. And then it's just like, so you can abandon her too. Ooh, and I was, I was like, like, dude. I was like, snaps. Snaps, <laughs> Nathan. Snaps. He hates his dad. <laughs> he does. And so then Dan is like, I don't want you to play. Um, and Nathan's like, well, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for you. Um, so then later on, Keith and Karen are bonding over Lucas playing ball. And Haley and Luke talk about the big game. And she basically encourages him to do it. Yeah. And have a really cool golf course on top of the cafe. With the little Halloween figures. Yeah. Like the vintage looking stuff. And, and I was like, why I did I like, like, have man. stuff like that when I was a teenager that I could like escape to? But I don't live in Tree Hill, North Carolina. And nobody I know owns a business where I can drill holes into a roof nope. to um, put in golf balls. It was pretty I, cool. I, I didn't understand that. I guess I was slow at loss. Like, what, what was the purpose of her doing that? I think they always had the golf course up there. I think she added the lights. Yeah, because Lucas was like, oh, it looks great. So she obviously made some kind of improvement. Yeah, some improvement. But I think that's just where they used to go to hang out. Because they're really close. They're really good friends. They're best friends since grade school. And she, you know, um, she tells him, she's like, she didn't want to say it because she didn't want it to be weird. But she tells him he's a really good guy Mm -hmm. and everything else. And I'm just like, I could ship this. I could ship Haley and Lucas. Uh Uh-huh. I could do it. No. Okay, well. So then back to the game prep. Uh, Jimmy and, and Mount are like all dressed up and they're dressed in their in their uh, tuxes and everything and they're just like mm, it's game time it's going down here on the river court and uh, so you got music playing while Lucas is like walking out there getting all you know ready um, and great and uh, then uh, you see uh, Nathan uh, by the way back when um, Nathan and Dan had that conversation about him playing 
Peyton came out of the shower too and was like, "Hey, Mr. Scott." I was wondering yeah, if you were going right. to say that. I, like, I don't know any parent that would have allowed yeah. that to happen. Well, well, Dan I mean, just doesn't care. Yeah, Dan in Dan's in Dan's eyes, Nathan is a star or about right. to be a star. But that just further proves my point that she's a whore. I'm sorry. I mean, it's her boyfriend. It's not like she's sleeping with different men. It's her boyfriend. No, well, my point is, you've been, you're able to walk out of the dark shower with nothing but a towel on in front of this father. Yeah, that that's weird. <laughs> Thank you. I would never, Hello. I would never do something like I think that. You, oh my god, that's really well, awkward. I think, I think we got to think too much about. It. I think in 2003, no, no. this was racy, and they probably wanted to have moments to talk about steamy, steamy scenes. You got Nathan shirtless with his nipple ring, and he had nobody. I feel so sorry for him. I really did. I'll save that for... I was going to ask you that a question, but I'm going to save it for, uh, for mm. a little later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. So Nathan reveals to Peyton that if Lucas wins, he gets her. Yeah, he said that. And she's just like, what? Like, yeah, I remember your, like, Jimmy's face when, she, yeah. when he said that she... He was really... I mean, maybe it's because my romance was really tame in high school. I don't really have a romance, but nobody was like trying to trade me at basketball games. Mm-hmm. I wasn't desired that much to where I was getting traded at basketball games. I tried games. to stay away from basketball <laughs> games. This is true. Somebody <laughs> like she should have been honored that no, Nathan No, I'd be like, so angry. It's like, you're willing to bet no, me? Well, she was, a, she wasn't really that angry. And B, I'm been. just like, who, I mean, in high school, who who talks like that? Who does that? I'm going to trade you over a basketball game. She's not angry because she likes the way Lucas looks. I think she was surprised. She does like the way Lucas looks. because, But anyway, well. We'll, she uh, liked him. We'll touch on that later. So, but I was just like, "What the fuck, soap opera?" Because I'm just like, "Really? Who trades? You can't trade a girl. Like, it's her decision mm-hmm. about who she goes to." Mm-hmm. And it was very, very bullcrappy. But they do that. Like, I, I don't know. I can see that part to be believable. And I also don't think that this episode passed the Bechtel test. The who? The Bechtel Thank you. Test. What the hell? Um, it's <laughs> like when you watch, um, when you're watching something, there has to be um, two women, two named women characters. Or either two women characters that have dialogue, and they uh-huh. have to have dialogue with each other, and it needs to not be about oh. a man. Oh. Well, it didn't oh, pass that test. That once before, I think. And this does not pass that no. test. No female has another conversation with another female, and it's not about Brooke another guy. Did with, okay. Brooke was not in this episode. Not in this episode. Uh, you're jumping ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> together. Um, so then they come in, and there's a uh, rock music playing, and they start playing the game. And I was like, how. I, for me, I was trying to figure out how they were keeping score because I thought they were shooting and it was like twos and threes. You know, if you made a three, it was a three. I, I have keep, no idea how they kept score. I think every 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 basket was one point because at one point... Probably because it was one on one. At, yeah, at one point, it was 14-12 and Lucas made two shots. Yeah. That should have been like threes, but he was uh-huh. like, now he's tied it up. Yeah. So it was 14-14. It probably was. I guess straight Not that we really care. <laughs> Not that we really care. I mean, it was really intense, though. This game was really intense. It was. Like, it was really intense. To be honest with you, though, throughout the entire episode, I probably woke up a little bit more once. Yeah, you were definitely drifting off a little bit. Yeah, I did. Oh, no. Because um, they were trying to cram so much. And, it was and, a pilot episode. I know, you got to sell that to the network. As long as we've been talking. Talking, you know, that's a lot of stuff it's that's been happened. Minutes, not yeah. including our introduction. That's just one episode. This is true, but. I'm just saying. No! Staying on her face. Jeanette, you're hurting my heart. I'm just oh saying there's God. a lot that go on in one episode. There was yeah, a lot. There was yeah, a lot yeah. that went on. He kept um, it on. And oh, yeah. So, 
Basically, Wait a second. I'm gonna need a camera in here because I want to see <laughs> your notes and then how Jeanette is consistently looking at her notes. Like, oh my gosh, like I have nothing on this piece of paper. You know what? I just kind of wrote down some key points. <laughs> you know what? what is happening? Shout out to Robin, uh, who runs the Potential Cast, Redemption Cast, I Zombie Cast, and the We Don't Want to Wait podcast. And I was telling him that we that I was doing One Tree Hill as my podcast. He was like, "Is that because Dawson's Creek? We're doing it." And I was like. Basically, because my Twitter handle is Cape Side Redemption, which is the title of a Dawson's Creek episode, because I love Dawson's Creek. We, oh, um, yeah. But, uh, so he was like, was this your, I was like, this was my second choice. He was like, well, good luck with that, because that's a that's a big taking on. That's nine seasons. And I was like, yeah, I was writing down my notes, and I was like, what have I done? As I was writing, because that's when I was texting you, I was like, okay, we might just need to cover the first two episodes. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, try to write down just the memorable stuff. And I feel like I've only tried to cover the flow of the episodes and the memorable stuff. And it's just... It's the entire episode. It, there's a yeah, lot so. going on. They're mm-hmm. giving you a lot. But this I, is the introductory episode. It is. I mean, we're not going to talk this much to the, uh, the next yeah, uh, episodes, maybe. guys. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> oh, listening. We're doing three episodes Don't worry. at a time. So <laughs> oh, hopefully wow. we won't. Okay. Well, that's, I feel like we'll get through it quicker. Binge casting. Yes. And then, you know, we'll... Jeanette's already seen two episodes of the next batch, so I'm like, I'll give her something new to watch, you know, to refresh mm-hmm. herself. Um, so anyway, Luke ties up the game after Nathan fouls him, and it's 14 and 12. And I know, like, but that foul was that was really tough. And he was he like, like you know, what was that? His nose? That was he, it his nose or his mouth? Or his mouth? Or he it was his nose. Some... What? Okay, I just know he was bleeding, but that was a really that was a really. We tough didn't foul. see a bloody nose. We did. He, spit, no, he spit it out. He, he spit, spit it. Out. Okay. He spit out some blood. It was yeah. gross. But he was like, uh, point still stands. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was like, so oh, then, no, no, he was going to call the foul, which is really big of him. So then Lucas is like, you're not going to score again, you know, and he scores the two and he ties it up. And so then I guess Nathan tries to throw him off his game and he's mm-hmm. just like, you know, he's never mentioned you. Not even yeah. once. He's and so he kind of leans in and he's just like, this is this for, is my, for mom. my mom. I was like, what? And I was <laughs> like, what? And we, talk, yeah, we also talked about the uh, the metal nets. I don't know if you ever, like yeah. when I did play basketball on the streets, um, which I did, um, Grew up in the neighborhood. We had basketball. I did. I did. Um, people next door to me, they had a crate that they tacked up to a pole. Like I remember. And then, and then they had the, the thing. And uh, we had the metal, the metal net. And I do love the sound that metal net makes. There's something just yeah. really tranquil. You can about relate it. to that. Yeah. And so Luke wins, and Nathan is looking all salty. And then Peyton bites her lip because you could tell she's kind of like, Did she? Oh shit! Mm-hmm. You know, this means that Lucas yeah. gets me. You know, like I'm, I'm here for she's it. He's ready to go. And so then. You know, she was like, well, what did you really bet? And he was just like, if if I win, he stays on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, they didn't really bet each other. It was just if he wins, um, you know, Nathan stays on the team. So that was like Nathan's way of like playing with her. And then we have Lucas's like uh, closing quote over the episode, um, which is, I have it written down. Do you? Oh, I do. I do because I, I like the quotes in, the, in these episodes. Um, so the Lucas's quote is, um, there's a tide in the affairs of men. Which taken at flood leads on to fortune, but omitted, and the voyage of their life is bound in shallows and miseries. On such a full sea are we now afloat, and we must take the current when it serves, or lose the ventures before us. Um, and I think that that's obviously from Julius Caesar. Right. Um, and uh, we see that Dan um, is sitting there waiting for Luke, for Nathan to come home, and Nathan tells him, "Well, you know, your dreams are safe." Um, Lucas watches Peyton on her webcam. It's kind of creepy. Like, like, she's what the, what is the purpose of her webcam? She I'm just stares at it. She, I, I feel like we're trying. Oh, that's hard. Not like uh-huh. a recording or something. I feel like we're trying. They're trying to to get to something deeper with with her. Like maybe she's lonely, and really? she. I'm just saying maybe mm. she's lonely. You, you're and, going too far ahead, honey. I'm sharing my thoughts based on this mm-hmm. 
this thing here. And so I'm like, maybe she's lonely. And um, so that's that's all that. And then the next day, Lucas shows up to practice. So um, which is totally weird and awkward. Like I mean, everything just everyone really stopped. stopped. And everyone was just looking mm-hmm. at him. Like that doesn't happen. But you know, it ended up the show, and I was like, okay. Yeah. It did. It did. And that and that is how that episode ended. So we had. Quite a bit going on in that episode. Um, we had our whole introduction Yay. into uh, One Tree Hill. Um, and one of the big things about One Tree Hill is the music. Um, Mark Schwann really loves music and he loves integrating it. And you'll see as you go on, there'll be lo- there's music literally playing under like every scene. Mm-hmm. There'll be some music playing. And there are like a lot of bands that are like really playing. You had T.I. playing um, with Nathan. You had Dashboard Confessional playing, um, hands down. Um, and that's why they're trying to avoid those car accidents. Um, oh, that was the name of the song? Yeah, that was the name of the I song. I could have sworn I heard Coldplay in there. I, I thought I did too, but I think that was just the little, the little beat. The little, the little beat. Okay, because it sounded just like Coldplay. Yeah, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. Um, which is when one. they were all on their way to the basketball court. Um, mm, okay. And so that was really awesome. I really liked having that. I liked... Yeah. Yes, he warmed up. So there wasn't a lot of big music. We didn't have the theme song in this episode. We did not. Just the cold open of One Tree Hill. Um, so I'm really not going to dive too much into the music of this episode because it really wasn't, not a lot memorable other than what we mentioned. I was going to um, say, because I don't, I don't so. remember any of it. There will be some really great music. There's a Led Zeppelin moment. It's one of my favorite moments of the entire series. Oh, man. I don't want to hit that for a while, but it is really good. And there's also another, season three is like peak OTH for me, One Tree Hill. And, um, so there's some really good music in that. But we'll... We'll get there in the end. Okay, so next thing is I want to talk about favorite character. Did you have a favorite character in this episode? So who wants to... I liked Whitey. Was Whitey your favorite character? He was so funny. I just, I really liked him. Did you relate to anybody else or you just cared about just Whitey? I liked Haley a lot because she's a little quirky and, and funny. Both, and, and they're both peripheral characters. We don't, they didn't have really much drama going on on them. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing too mm-hmm. heavy with either one of them. So you mean with Whitey and... Whitey and, and Haley. Haley. Yeah. Um, Why you? Okay. I don't know. I don't like Haley. I really, really do. Like her... Um, just how she was speaking to the adults was freaking awesome to me. You know? So if you had to choose a character of this episode, like your your character of the episode, who would you pick? I would definitely be Haley. Why are you, Jeanette? I'm going to stick with Whitey. He made me laugh a lot. Um, he was in it more than yeah, Haley. He was. If he I was going to pick somebody that was that was in it quite a lot, um, I'm definitely probably going to go with Peyton. I just generally like Peyton. I think she's sassy and she's spunky. And there's layers to her. Um, you know, yeah. I, she's, she's supposed to be this cheerleader, but I feel like she has so much more bubbling beneath the surface. And I just really like that about Peyton. And I'm really, I'm, I guess already from this point, I'm buying into the Lucas and Peyton love story. Mm-hmm. And so I just really, I really like, I really like Peyton at this point. So, um, and then we can rate the episode. Um, so IMBD, the user ratings on IMBD, um, give this episode, this is just a consensus of everybody's rating the episode, an 8.7. Ooh. Okay. And so on a scale of one to ten, where would you rate the rep- episode and why would you rate it that? So who wants to go first? Jimmy? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm totally probably half of it. And it's probably at a four. I just I really do feel like it was just so much going on. And I understand that in the beginning episodes, that that's what you're supposed to do and cram a lot of information. I feel like they were cramming all of it and they could have honestly stressed it out over another another episode at least just to give me more context of each character. So I'm, I'm sorry. It's a four for me. I agree with Jimmy on wow. that aspect. Not really the rating itself, but just like they could have stretched it out more. Like it was, It's really a lot yeah. to put in one episode. But, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. I didn't think they just screwed it up. And 
I mean, I wouldn't, I'd say 8.7 is pretty high. But I'd give it, <laughs> I mean, I'd give it like a 7. Okay, I, I actually agree with you. I would say a 7. Okay. Um, one thing I do like about the pilot is that I really felt like it held up well. Um, you know, it's 2016 and watching it in 2016, you know, I feel like it held up well. Yeah. You know what I mean, there wasn't a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, that's so 2003. You know what I mean? Um, but I do agree with you guys. There was a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff they're cramming into one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that they do a good job of trying to introduce all the characters and trying to set up this very immense backstory. There's obviously a lot of stuff going on in Tree Hill. There's a lot of components going on here. Um, and I feel like it does happen to be a little too much too fast. Um, as far as like some stuff feels like it just you're just breathing by it. And, yes. and at some point, I feel like instead of showing me this history, you're telling me this history. And I think mm-hmm. one of the things that yes, I've learned from my screenwriter's Bible and all my other stuff, my Just Write books, um, is that the number one rule of writing a script is show, don't tell. And you got a lot of expositional dialogue where you're like, you know, oh, I don't call my son and, you know, he didn't claim him, blah, 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 mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I feel like maybe it would have worked better had we had more time and they gave us flashbacks or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would uh, Versus nice. just, just telling you. You had a lot of lines, yeah. a lot of a lot of stuff going on. So I would also say it's a seven. I mean, it's a really yeah. strong pilot for me. Um, I do like it. Um, it's a really great introduction into Tree Hill, um, but it's definitely not as strong as it could be. Right. Um, I agree. Yeah. And so... It ended well. It did it well. It did really well it did it for well. me. Yeah. So we got two sevens and a four. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you didn't know, this is not Jimmy's thing. It's not um, at all. At all. If you look at our about us on our page, in under Jimmy's uh, little paragraph, it does say he feels like he's um, throwing pity my way by doing this, which he, he um, totally okay, is. Okay. Whatever. So much. Yeah. Uh, like but I also that. love Jeanette for doing this because, I mean, she generally enjoys the show. I so do. I think there's Which that. There's that. But it's also good to have another, because I love it so much, yeah. you know what I mean? And I you know, I feel like there should be somebody there that's going to kind of ground his back down. So a four and a seven. So if we're going <laughs> to go, go, go with the median average, <laughs> we'll say 5.5, you know? Okay. We'll yeah. weigh it at a 5.5 from us. Maybe a six. Um, <laughs> we'll do the six. I think we convinced him that a six is good. Oh, no, four for me. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> just six overall. <laughs> six overall. Six overall. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Um, which is where we would put our message from our sponsors. Um, hint, hint. So if you want to sponsor us, um, you know, we're going to put a little break here. Uh, we can do a little commercial. We sing, we dance, we're creative people. Um, so if you want to. <laughs> Everybody's facing the Maybe I'm just creative, but they're not. Hey, um, I can dance. Yeah, really. Jeanette can dance. And she's, she's, Jeanette plays instruments. She could make a jingle. I totally could. Just so, bring my violin up here and yeah. fiddle away. And She'll fiddle away. I can make I got up some, something. Uh, macarinas and a tambourine and a bongo drum and a guitar and a keyboard. So if you want us to sell your product or you want to sponsor us, uh, we're totally down for that. We'll do whatever uh, it takes. Life is hard. <laughs> and a ball is not like for us. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll dive right into episode two. Okay? Woo! Inside yourself and covered with a perfect shell, such a charming, beautiful exterior, laced with brilliant smiles and shining eyes. Perfect posture, but you're barely scraping by. But you're barely scraping by. Well, this is one time. Well, this is one time that you can't fake it hard enough to please. Everyone, or anyone at all, or anyone at all, 
the grave that you refuse to leave, the refuge that you've built to flee, the places that you've come to fear the most. It's the place that you have come to fear the most. Buried deep as you can dig inside yourself, and hidden in the public eye. Such a stellar monument to loneliness, laced with brilliant smiles. And we're back. Um, uh, after Jeanette has insulted Hello. my notes. Yeah. I have not insulted, insulted my pizza, anything. I have insulted my fries. Listen, I love everything. <laughs> I just get a I just get a little feisty, you know. <laughs> sure, it's how sure. I show my love. Sure. Okay. Well, you must love us a lot. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about oh uh, the second two. episode. Yes, episode two called "The Places You Have Come to Fear the Most," which is named after a Dashboard Confessional song, um, written by Mark Schwann, aired on nine thirty oh three. And the DVD description is, Lucas plays his first game as a Tree Hill Raven and chokes. He's the only one com- confronting insecurities. Peyton can't find the courage to submit her drawings for publication. You guys feel like that's a accurate summation of the episode? Once I again, I think that's accurate. It's pretty accurate. Yeah, um, kind of sums it up. Do you want to start with how this episode Okay, Jeanette, I get it. He's all oh, right. my notes. No, I mean, that's a very good description. Oh, well, that what? Okay, well, this this episode obviously starts with... Uh, the basketball the game. The basketball game. Lucas um, is at the basketball court, at the river court, and Skills and the crew basically recap the whole first episode for us. They like, talk about everything that's happened. Lucas playing the game. And then um, we find out Karen is not going to the basketball game. She um, makes some lame excuse, like, oh, I have to stay, you know, I have to work, yeah. you know. Just rude. Like, what kind yeah. of parent does not want to see their child play? He's playing varsity. This is the chance of a lifetime, That's according a huge to Whitey. And, oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, according to Whitey, yeah, it's like it's yeah, a chance of a yeah. lifetime, and she's not there. Um, and I then, think I hurt my feelings for him, though, but, yeah. And then Dan tells Nathan to shut out Lucas at the game. Um, Whitey gives Lucas his jersey before the game, which I thought Lucas would have already had it from when it was on his doorstep. You know what? You know what I'm that talking about? That makes sense. Yeah, because he threw it at Lucas when he was in the locker room talking to him, giving him a pep talk. That was like a fake one. That was like a <laughs> pre- preliminary <laughs> jersey. more than one jersey? I mean, I guess, but he never dirtied up the first one, so why does he need... Huh. I don't know. It was the same color and everything. He had extras made. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did not see that. And then when they come out, uh, Mouth and Jimmy are there, and they want to interview Luke. And Whitey's like, this is a locker room, no media. No media. Oh, yeah. And then there's like, oh, cool. we're media. And he's like, we're not media. just media, we're band media. <laughs> and I was just like, that's cute. That um, is very cute. That was, that was. And so feel special. they're in the locker room and they're getting ready to head out to the game. And Nathan and Tim are like talking shit about Lucas, of course. And then uh, they're going to walk out and then he's like, you wanted my world and now you got it. And can we just talk for a moment about my world? Like, I hate it when shows are just like, welcome to my world. This is my world. You never fit into my world. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but he's a cock. Mm, he's I, a son of a bee anyway. Basketball so that, is his world. Yeah. It is like, his world. Yeah, it is. Basketball is life. Like, it is. Ball is life. Ball is life. Oh because my it's on God. the cross. <laughs> no, I but, I mean, he actually That's does. our theme. <laughs> that is our theme. Like, on that podcast, we're just going to keep going with ball. Wait, were you just wiping your hands off, or were you like... I think I have some leftover pizza crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked like you were, like, doing, like, a really cool, like... 
throwing money out, you know, like you're oh. like you know, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. So I'm just like oh. ball is life, you know, throw out some dollars. That in the that is what was happening in my head, but I literally had like pizza crumbs. Oh, well, it all got put together. Lunch lady pizza crumbs. Yeah, thank you, um, And so then Dan is like out in the in the in the bleachers, and he's like, son. And then Luke turns around, and I'm just like, why would you even... Because he's never been called son before, like, <laughs> yeah. ever in his life. So why would he just automatically turn around? And I would think for him avoiding Dan for all this time, how would you really even know what Dan sounds like saying son exactly. in this crowd? But I guess it worked for dramatic effect. Mm. And then um, we see Brooke Davis for the first time. Yeah, that's and a fellow che- the other cheerleader. And she's like, hey, who's that? And yeah, he's, he looks good from behind. And I'm like, you thought Peyton was slutty. Here comes Brooke. Yeah, Brooke, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> she didn't say anything crazy or out of the... And not in you that just wait. Not in that scene. Well, don't spoil it for me, damn it. I'm, I'm not. Because yeah, not in that scene. She was fine. Um, and so in my notes as they play, Lucas is a mess. Um, he misses the ball when it gets thrown to him. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> he's he terrible. just loses it. And uh, he tells... And Peyton's like, nice hands. And he's like, nice, nice legs. legs. I'm like, her legs are that not nice. That was so goddamn corny. They're like chicken legs. Yeah. They're not cute. She's too skinny. That she really even, is. That didn't even show them after he said that. I don't remember saying that. I'm imagining they're chicken legs. Yeah. Because she's really skinny. Um, and so then Lucas gets benched. And then we get the theme song for the first time. That's we true. get uh, Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Want to Be. We get the theme song, the opening credits. I was very pleasantly surprised to hear it. Where I was you? like, I haven't heard this song in years. I was very happy. Um, I really hate that a lot of shows nowadays don't use theme co- theme songs. They just do the title card. You know, like you'll see the that name of the show, true. like Scandal or uh, Supernatural. Like they don't use title themes. Um, so I really love it when a show uses like a, a title theme. So it took me back. But this uh, is then... Yeah, it was 2003. Yeah. And obviously it's changed since then. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, I miss the title themes too. Um, so then Nathan, Nathan and Peyton are going at it in the car after the credits, and uh, he keeps focusing on Lucas. Yeah, he, like, starts laughing, and she's just like, I'm trying to make out with you here. Yeah, and then he keeps, like, he flips it back on her. You know, he's like, why do you care if I'm I'm making fun of Lucas? Are you sweet on him? And I'm like, I'm starting to think you're sweet on him because you keep bringing it up. Oh, Uh my God, stop that. It could be a whole, like, supernatural (laughs) brothers incest type fan fiction. I'm sure it's out there on the internet. That's that's fan fiction. But But there is, you know, Sam and Dean fan fiction. Well, I know there is. And then there's Destiel and... Mm-hmm. Sabriel? Is that Sam and Gabriel? Oh boy. I guess yeah. so. Leslie introduced me to that. That's weird. Huh. Um, anyway, back to the show we're so then, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then he's like, he just wants to talk to her. He's like, did you ever think that I want to talk? She's like, no. <laughs> hey, what man ever wants to talk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, oh, we talked school. the first time we what met. What kind of high school uh, memories do you have? <laughs> I have... <laughs> Part of you. I'm not gonna go there on this podcast. Oh my god, that's another podcast oh, for another said, lifetime. She said it. I didn't. I'm sorry. That's another podcast for another oh, lifetime. She said, yeah, yeah, not. Oh my god. I didn't say anything. I didn't say no. anything. She just said she didn't want to get into that. She You're just like, thinking oh. dirty thoughts. Oh, she's innocent. Okay. Remember. She's innocent. She's not a Jessica Simpson. I don't believe that. I'm a married woman. She is. I'm flashing my ring right now. <laughs> For those who can't see, I'm wiggling my fingers. Yes, ma'am. Anyway, yes. back to... So he kicks her out the car. Yeah. That's right. Well, she gets out because she's like... He, he tells her that being with her is played out. And another one of his little outbursts. And then he's mm-hmm. like, get back in the car. And she's just like, no. So then he throws her lame music out the car. Her season, she was like, those were hard to find. 
relate to this. You know, he probably <laughs> broke them when he threw them uh, out. Yeah, Jeanette, is a, Jeanette likes to hunt down vinyl and, and do. stuff like that. I like so. some rare stuff. She likes some rare find, stuff. So she so. felt Peyton's pain in that moment. I did. I was like, um, damn. And so Karen tells, uh, yeah, Karen tells Keith later on that she regrets not being there. And I'm just like, well, yeah. that's well, your fault you couldn't get back your shit. You should be there to support your son. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing you said about the last episode is yeah. how she couldn't. She could be happy, yeah. To... And I thought she had got past that, but no, obviously not. she's not quite out of high school yet. No, so she's not. Sad. Well, that's it's really good that you said that. That is. I, I love that. She's not quite out of high school yet. Oh, wow. you're welcome. Go, <laughs> I didn't know I could do oh, that. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's elevating that's her tweetable. game. Was that in your notes? No. No. Oh. You know, I don't have that many notes, especially not compared to yours. <laughs> My notes are crap, apparently, guys. Oh, <laughs> no, no, um, no. So then Lucas sees Peyton at the court, I guess, because she, she got kicked out of the car. So she's just hanging out at right. the court. And so she starts saying... You know, to- she, she went there just to see if he was there, <laughs> yeah. I feel. She didn't just show up there for no reason. I, I believe that. Yeah. Um, I really, I like that they're, I guess I like it, but I also find it very cliche that they just kind of be, seem to be drawn to each other. All these events, you know, her car breaking down and yeah. now mm-hmm. Nathan kicking her out the car. They're being drawn together. And while it's it's cute, it is very cliche. Um, and she says something to him. I mean, but and, is it even cute? I don't know. Um, so she tells Luke that, <laughs> she tells Luke that he sucks, but he still gives her a ride. Well, no. you know, he likes her. He's intrigued by her. Yeah, he he's is. Something. He really is. I don't. I don't get it. But I don't get it either. But I mean, I like Peyton. But he's a weirdo. But he is a weirdo. And then back at home, Dan is like watching the tape from the game. I know. I was like, who is recording <laughs> that? And how is it on <laughs> TV? I was like, like who is it on the news? Did Dan pay somebody to record this for him? I just send over the VHS, <laughs> you know, immediately to my house. Connection. I was thinking now. that because I was like, you know, if anybody should have the tape, it should be Whitey. But I'm just like, obviously, Whitey and Dan are not like He's cool. Secretly so like, filming this somehow, <laughs> and someone's what? running it over to his house. Here's the tape. Uh, I would be check the locker room, make sure he doesn't have a camera in there, uh, too. Yeah, oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, and so then he hounds Nathan for only making 28 points. He's like, you should have made 30. The scouts would have liked that. It's like, oh, screw you, dude. Oh, was it 30? No, he, he told him he told him make twenty eight. He said thirty would look better to the scouts. Yes, um, I just hate that man. And then yeah, <laughs> so then he tells him that he looked winded, so they were going to go running in the morning. Right. And then Nathan's like, "No wonder why mom doesn't want to come home." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, that's a good point. Like, what does Dan love beside basketball? And does anybody actually love Dan? I mean, I suppose his wife loves him, but mm-hmm. she's not there. She's extending these business trips, so who knows? We hadn't met her. Um, and then Peyton um, asks Luke why he joined the team, why she's taking him, home, why he's taking her home, and he's just like he wants to know if he's any good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they kind of bond, and uh, she asks him if he wants to come in. And so he gets mm-hmm. on the car and he follows through the door, and he's going to come in. And she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You asked me, did I want to come in?" She's like, "Yeah." I said, "Did you want to come in? I didn't invite you." And I'm just like, Ooh. "I just loved her at that moment. I was like, oh, she's sassy. She's she like my favorite sassy. character right now." Uh, oh. Really? Yeah. I thought that and was he just like it was cute. Yeah, I was like, oh. It's like she's playing with him. I feel like I feel like Nathan <clears throat> plays with Peyton like on an emotional level. Right. Like he terrorizes her, and then I feel like yeah. she's like terrorizing 
Luke because she she likes the adoration that right. he gives mm-hmm. her that Nathan doesn't. Exactly. But that's how it is with all of the high school drama films or whatever the case may be. The girl is after the popular guy. The popular guy is just treating her like an asshole or whatever. Did you ever have anybody like that? No, no. I didn't. Well, you were the popular guy, weren't you? <laughs> that's why. Oh, moving on. Because I definitely have that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jeanette is pleading the fifth. I did not treat people that way. <laughs> she doesn't want. Simon might listen to this. <laughs> oh, I don't care what he thinks. We're married now. I know. Um, it's all good. Uh, so Karen tries to apologize for to, to Nathan for not. I mean, for to Lucas for not coming. Yeah. And uh, he, he just doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear it. He's like, nope. Um, and Nathan apologizes to Peyton. Like he calls her as she's sitting in front of her webcam listening to music. And he knows that she's looking at the phones, and she answers, and he apologizes, and he makes it all about how Dan and Luke are just ruining his life right now, and he really just just doesn't know what's going on. And she's like, "It's it's okay," um, but then you see her writing on her yeah, on that, her art that yeah, it's, it's not, not okay. okay. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, "Ooh, Peyton!" Like that's yeah. why I like Peyton. She has layers, you know. And I feel like she represents a lot of us. Like we all feel like we have to meet that status quo. Like if we're, you know, we're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to deal with this relationship, but on the inside. You know, we feel a different way. We say something's okay. Like, I know at work sometimes I say, you know, it's okay. When on the inside, I'm just like, it's really not okay. Mm-hmm. And she expresses that through her art. And maybe that's what she's trying to do when she's expressing herself on the webcam, maybe? I don't know. Um, so then... Um, that was deep. Wow. That's a good insight right, there. Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Don't be telling people my middle name. <laughs> um, so the next day, they're in <laughs> class, and they're like, let's talk about Hemingway, their teacher. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, you know, let's use one word to describe... Yeah. Somebody and I'm like, what does that really have to do with Hemingway? But okay, um, so he's like, Peyton, please describe Lucas, and she's like, choke, and then uh, he's like, well, Lucas, do you want to return the favor and describe Peyton? And he says she's lonely. Lonely, and everyone's like, ooh. and it was like, yeah, no, that's right. Everyone's like, ooh. Yeah, ooh, and I'm like, is that really like a a diss? Like, a... yeah, because no one, no one ever knows her. No one there knows her. So I would say, yeah, I guess. And then Nathan comes along. And says uh, Lucas is a bastard. Yeah. taking it way too far. That was crazy. And then, you know, Lucas just can't take it anymore, and he just jumps on him. And I guess he hits him, but it doesn't show him actually hitting him. It doesn't. We just assume that, you know, he punches him. But afterwards, I was looking, like, at his face or something for some kind of bruise or black eye. There's nothing. Nothing for neither one of them. So it was like, apparently, he. they said he did hit him. But he's like, I shouldn't have hit him. I was like, where did you hit him? Like, in the stomach? <laughs> like, what did you, where did you but do he, it? Yeah. I mean, Lucas yeah. is a pretty boy, you know, so he probably, like... Did you just throw this weak-ass <laughs> punch? Like... Probably. Probably. I don't know. I, 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 I just have a... Like, he's... Ugh. And then it's mentioned later on by uh, Jake. You know, Jake is talking to Nathan, and he tells Nathan that he heard he was, like, on the ground, and, like, Lucas yeah. is punching him again. I'm mm-hmm. with you, like... Does the, is that what happened? Like, I didn't... I didn't see But the last thing that you saw did see Lucas on top of Nathan. He was throwing uh, a punch, but nothing happened. Where it's like, you know, he obviously didn't hit him in the face. I I never got into like a real fight in school, so I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't know how fights go. It depends on how tough it is, Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe they just really didn't want to fight each other because they're brothers and secretly they're brothers. No, that's not the case. Somebody called you that bastard in high school in front of everyone. You want to whoop their ass. Sorry. I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, I assume so. Nobody called me a bastard, so I don't know. 
Um, I've never gotten into a fight. I'm still waiting. What the hell? You guys still like up. You got into a fight with a girl, didn't you? I did. <gasps> I, well, the last fight that I ever had in high school was shame, with a girl. Shame. Yeah, I did. Did you pull her hair out? No. I got in fights when I was in school. There was this little girl next door, and she wanted oh. to fight me, and I just like was like, I don't want to fight you. So I was like holding her braid in one hand, and like had her in a choke lock, and we were oh like gosh. standing there for like 20 minutes, and finally <sighs> I let go. And her hair was still in my hand. It came out from her head. I guess I was like, oh. Tonight. Oh, no. And she went home next door crying. It was, oh. it was, that is so mean. I've never hurt How anybody physically. <clears throat> well, well <laughs> I'm not opposed to it, damn it. Sorry. But back I'll to beat it. a bitch's ass. Hello? Okay. Back to it? Back to, yeah, yo, back, back to you good. beating a bitch's ass. No, like, only yeah. if they deserve it. Ball is life. I'm throwing up my... my <laughs> oh, here I go. <laughs> Gotta get some more pizza crows off. Jeanette's gonna beat a bitch's ass. <laughs> I'm just um, waiting. Gotta get that tattoo done. Yeah, that too. Um, mm. So anyway, I really like Whitey. Like yells at yells at Lucas and was like, every time I turn around, you know, I'm regretting putting you on the team. You bite me in the ass. I'm getting kicked in the ass for putting you on the team. Right. But I feel like that came out of nowhere. It really did. I felt like, like that too. I was like, why is he jumping on to to Lucas? Right. And I really, uh, honestly, I thought Lucas was going to respond to him negatively, but re- he actually responded and said he was he was apologizing for. He's it. like, that's why I'm in your office. You're but not running exactly, away. But my thing was, I didn't ask to be on your goddamn team in the first place. And I thought that was the route that Lucas was originally going to take. But well, but Lucas understands this is the chance of a lifetime, varsity. So he's not going to mess that up, you know. Um, but he didn't even have life. that on his mind, like at all. He didn't care about it. He didn't. He was know? just upset. Yeah. Um, and then Haley and Luke, they they play golf and talk about life and fighting fighting. I would I would rather call it putt putt. <laughs> okay, because that's what it is. Yeah, it is putt putt. You're right. It's, it's not actual golf. It's not. Too. I'm sorry. It's yeah. putt putt. Let's call it that. <laughs> and then uh, we see Brooke and Peyton talking, and uh, oh, yeah. Brooke says, "Too bad Lucas is poor and can't play because he is fine." Is what so she, she cares about <laughs> money <laughs> yes. and that if he's a star or not, uh-huh. she doesn't want anything to do with him. And unless... she also cares if he's fine, though. Like those are those are some pretty right typical a, cheerleader. Brooke, Brooke Davis stuff. at this point, um, but Brooke is like she really likes hanging out with Peyton when her and Nathan, when Peyton and Nathan are fighting because she gets to hear new music um, when when Nathan and Peyton fight, um, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Um, it really it tries to hammer home again that Peyton's really into music. You know what I mean? I think it's right. a good song point. And then Brooke kind of tells her that you know um, Peyton is one of them. Like at the end of the day, you know she still shows, she shows up, up and she she play and she cheerleads. But I'm just like, is that really Peyton? No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know layers, her. So that may be part of who she. She is. does have layers. Yeah. And they talk about the future. She's like, does Brooke everything about the future? Oh and boy. You remember Brooke's response? Yes, was? I remember her response. Oh, was well, Emma, it was something like she wanted to go. She's like, yeah, I'll go to college and join the right sorority and, you know, marry a rich guy unless she gets fat. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Love Really? Oh, my gosh. There's no one else like Brooke Davis. She's hilarious. It would take um, her a long ways to get fat because she is skinny. She was skinny as hell. She's real she skinny. Get she, she does look good. And so then Keith tells uh, Lucas to shake off his nerves, you know, next time we see them. Um... And then Lucas is like, I don't fit into this world. And I'm just like, here we are with this oh, world thing game. The whole um, world. And then they're doing this as they're, like, cleaning out Peyton's car <laughs> that they towed last episode. So I'm like, they're just now getting to her car. Like, oh, how is she getting so around? Junky. It's like french fries and Yeah, and he's like, the prettier the, girl, the prettier the girl, the messier the car. And I told Jimmy, I was like, well, then I must be, like, really handsome. And <laughs> so, 
I've never heard that before. <laughs> well, I guess. Actually, I have. I guess in a different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I had. And so Lucas finds Peyton's art, and he starts flipping through it, and she was like, hey, she just shows up out of nowhere. I, I know. Like, hey, this is my stuff. It's like she was coming for that yeah. specifically. You know, like she's like, oh, yeah, I left that in the car. Yes, she was. Maybe she was. I think she was. And she was Maybe actually. she was. Because she, she was wasn't like, there to pick up her car. No. So why else no, was she there to get her stuff from? Nothing else got resolved. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, got, nothing got resolved. No. She just showed up there, and I guess she's coming to get her art. And she's like, I don't go through your stuff, and your diary or whatever. And he was like, well, I don't have one. And she's like, if it did, he'd probably be like, dear diary, my daddy doesn't love me. And then she's like, stay out of my stuff. She's such a bitch right she there. It's like, damn, Sorry, Peyton. I don't know how you like her. And so then Dan lectures Nathan about fighting, um, and he calls Peyton unimportant. You know, because he was like, it was about oh, his, because yeah. then he was like, he's coming at my girl. And he's like, that's what this is about, some girl, she's yeah, unimportant. That. that shows you how much of an asshole he must have been, the yeah. Karen, yeah, not caring so. yeah. about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, Nathan says that Lucas wasn't swinging at him, he was swinging at Dan. Yeah, now that was yeah. a bomb-ass line. That was, that yeah, was a bomb-ass line, like snaps yeah. to Nathan. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Karen, Karen tries to lecture Luke about fighting. And he calls her out on not even showing up to the game, and then she gets up and leaves the table. Because mm-hmm. she thought mad. they were over it. And then he just happens to spy Peyton throwing away her artwork. Yeah, he looks right <laughs> out, like, like that <laughs> perfect little <laughs> slit in the window where he, the and, magazine yeah, is right magazine there. Just like right and he's just like, oh. And she just tosses it in the trash. And so he goes and gets it. Um, and so then he apologizes to his mom the next morning, and she apologizes to him. And she tells him that the gym is where everything changed when... Uh, Dan told her he was choosing basketball um, and then Dan and Nathan are running like he said they were going to in the morning and he tells Nathan that Whitey had lied about benching him in the playoffs and that he actually chose to sit out of his own choice because um, Whitey wanted to make some decisions he wasn't okay with mm-hmm. and so he's just like you know Whitey is using Lucas to get back at him and I'm just like Dan is such a narcissist he mm-hmm. is like he's oh, a yeah. really serious really narcissist is. like by the way he treats his son and he tries to you know like he's just he's such a narcissist like it's all about Dan all the time yeah. and it just really puts me off of Dan Dan but is the man the show needs a good villain negative like in a show like this the show needs a villain and I feel like Dan's a good villain mm-hmm. you know oh yeah we all um, hate him and so then we see Jake again good old Jake mm-hmm. um, and they talk about not letting them steal it and, Luke, and Lucas is like, steal what? And he's like, um, you know, I heard you read I Got You Something. Here's this book. And he gives him Atlas Shrugged, which I've never read. I've never read it either. I have a copy of it, but I've never read it. Really? There are, I know. There's I found like it three movies, well. I think, that came out. I want to say Chad hmm. Michael Murray was in one of the really? movies. But, I, but that was at a later time. So I don't huh. know. I mean, I could be all wrong, and I'm not going to IMDB it because I'm lazy. But, okay. um, yeah, definitely. Um, so then, um, <clears throat> basically... Um, we get back to Hemingway Part 2, and he just, like, write down the one thing that you want most in this world. And I'm like, again, what does that do with Hemingway? I, I guess I... because I never took a Hemingway unit in high school. I don't I don't know. Just... I just know the old man in the sea. I know <laughs> Hemingway's Papa's Cabin, right? And I don't I, know that because know. of Veronica Mars. Mm. When Dean O'Dell was, spoiler alert, uh, trying to escape with the lady who, yeah, anyway. Or Dean O'Dell's mistress, wife, and uh, Veronica's teacher. I remember that, season three. But anyway. Um... <laughs> And then Nathan and Lucas are back on the liver court, and Nathan tells Luke that seeing Luke lose, you know, he's seeing him lose it. He never saw somebody lose it before. Um, ask him to prove him wrong, and Luke's like, I won't. And then he's like, hey, you're not even going to come to practice, you know, so I'm not even worried about it. And then Lucas doesn't show up to practice, uh, but he's at work, 
Um, and then, you know, Peyton comes and gets her car, car back, and he hands the keys back to her and her artwork. And he's like, why did you not submit it? And I'm just like, why are you being a creeper? Yeah. Really being She creeper. must think he's a real big creeper. Well, I think she says, are you stalking me? She does. She does. She does. And my here's my thing, and, I, and maybe this is just me, but writing for me is very personal. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't want somebody, like, seeping through it and asking me why I didn't submit it or pressuring me to, into it. Right. And so I can understand where she's coming from. Um, and she's yeah. just like, you know, she, and he's like, well, what's wrong with it? She's like, I just want to write something that matters or, I mean, draw something that matters and it means something to someone. Um, and so she drives off without her sketchbook. She just leaves it with him. Right. Um, so then. Well, Dan- actually, no, before that, though, she said some really powerful things to him in regards to um, what she expected, you know? And I'm just, I guess I'm still stuck on the fact, I don't understand why they're so comfortable with each other. Like, what has transpired for them to be so comfortable with each other? Because he's, honestly, he's poured his heart out to her. And he, and she literally did the same thing. In, Maybe in return, Peyton feels scene. like an outcast in her own skin, mm-hmm. and Lucas has always been an outcast, mm-hmm. and so maybe they just kind of instantly bond over that. Mm-hmm. And he did tell her about Junior League, so maybe yeah. she just feels comfortable. I don't. I mean, well, he asked her like six different times. He did, and then she finally, you know, again, he's showing her attention that Nathan doesn't show her, mm-hmm. and so who's to say if any other boy true. gave her this attention, she wouldn't do the same thing. You know, but anyway. um, so then Dan confronts Whitey about his problem, and you know he keeps calling Luke Karen's son. That's right, and he's Whitey's like, "That's convenient for you to say." That's <laughs> <laughs> what he does. He does. I was like, "Damn!" Like he does. Karen, it's like he is your son, you he asshole. Is. Whether you disowned him or not, or whatever the hell. Yeah. And so then we kind of see what each one of them wrote down on their cards. Um, right. Peyton yeah. was looking for truth. Um, so she goes to her house and tears out all of her artwork. Her, her sketches. Wall. Her sketches. So how do you know that was her? I mean, who else's artwork would she have up on the wall? That's no, all her she work. For truth. Because they showed, showed truth, her clip. and then they showed her knocking the stuff down. And then you they show, show like twenty five. They showed three clips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Nathan, cards. and they revenge. Yeah, and what is Nathan doing? He is. What is he doing? Pumping iron. Like his, yeah, he was like, wait. He's like, yeah. <laughs> this is revenge. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't get that. I was like, what's I the... I know that. It's like, what does that have to do with yeah. He's going to beat the shit out of him or something? And then Luke... Hell no. And then Luke wants time. answers. Yes. And uh, so he's just sitting in the dark at the river court until Whitey shows up to talk to him. And uh, Whitey says a quote, which I think was really awesome. And he tells him that... Um, he's like, you know, there's, there's no shame in being afraid. Um, we're all, hell, we're all afraid. What you gotta do is figure out what you're afraid of, because when you put a face on it, you yeah. can beat it. Better yet, you can use it. Yeah. And I love that quote. I do too. Like, that I actually remember that quote. I was like, that is a quote for everyday life. Like, regardless mm-hmm. of everything that's happening in Treehouse this time, I'm like, I can take something away from that quote. Like, there are things that I'm so afraid of, you know, just in general, like, with my own self, and I'm like, that, like, putting a face to it, and I yeah. think that's really at the yeah. heart of it, what this whole episode was about was about putting a face to what Lucas was afraid of, um, which, which we find out later. Um, wow, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so then you see Nathan painting Peyton's toes. Which was just weird. I was going to say, have you guys <sighs> ever had somebody paint your toes? Not me, but I've seen it done. Like a man doing it. <laughs> Jeanette? Oh. I had Simon attempt to do it. Well, 
I don't know. My coworker was like, oh, yeah, that's like a sexy, romantic thing for, like, man to paint your toenails. So I was like, I'm going to do it. And he was actually pretty good at it. Was it sexy, though? No. Yeah, because I'm like, it's not. It didn't do anything for me. (laughs) But it was nice to have him paint my toenails. I takes away the edge of every relationship, too. He thought it was very weird. He'd never do it again. Yeah, and then Nathan's like, you have messed up toes. And that's what I'd be afraid of. Yeah, you know, and I was like, be like, your toes are ugly. I put or, my feet on Simon all the time, though. I do not put my He's feet used on to him, it. Yeah. But mainly I have socks on. But, you know, it's hot, so I don't have socks on right now. So. <laughs> no, feet, like, really weird me out. Like, I cannot even tickle. It's no. Like, I, I feel like this is probably one of the most degrading things ever on the face. He wears his socks on in the bed, and it's weird. Yeah. Okay. I only do that if it's cold. I don't like socks <laughs> in the I like fuzzy socks. I prefer to go without like socks. socks. I'm without socks right now. I have flip flops yeah. on. Screw um, socks. Yeah, but he paints her toes. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, hey, we should quit the team. He's like, oh, I should quit the team. Yeah. And she gets really excited. She's so she her so eyes excited. bug out, you know? Yeah. It's probably the best acting I saw from her this far. Like, the best, uh, yeah. the best her playing, being emotional. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because um, we haven't really talked about the acting this episode. We can talk about that towards the end. Because I can tell by Jimmy's face, there's some people who did not think <laughs> I'm a good actor. I don't know what you mean. I don't oh. know. It's a great job. Oh. But, uh, um, so she gets really excited about it. And then he's just like, nah, well, I wouldn't do that. Like, I, I wouldn't quit. So it's like, why the hell did he even say that? Well, did he believe it or did he want to? And then he was just like, no, I, I can't do it. I think part of him wanted to see what Peyton was going to say. It seems like that's the only reason he did that. I feel like a lot of times he does that. He does stuff. He says stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like the whole thing when he told her that, you know, if, if he wins, he gets you. I think he did that just to see her reaction mm-hmm. and see what she wanted. And I feel like he did the same thing here. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. what if I quit? I disagree. I, I mean, he's Dennis's father, and he's, and he's an ass. You know he's what I mean? An, like, but that's what, I think he does it just to be doing it, just to be a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just because he knows that he can, he can, and, and she's going to always be there. So, I, I don't know. I don't think, I think you're giving him too much credit. Okay. And then uh, we get to Haley and Nathan again. They're talking about their porn names. Which is where uh, Jeanette oh, got Dawson's yeah. crack. Dawson's that was crack. the first? That's that was the second, second episode? Mm-hmm. That's uh, when you said it earlier. I was like... Whoops! <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's all the same <laughs> podcast, right? Right! Um, so they said to get your... I never heard of it done this way, but they said it's your first pet and your mother's maiden name. Maiden name. Um, is that what you've heard to mm-hmm. I always thought it was your pet's name and the, the street, the street, street you grew up, up on. Is what I thought. I guess it could be either one. I don't know. Who really... And so mine would have been like... If it had been the name, the dog, the pet in the street had been Coffee Douglas. Um, but if it's like your first pet and your mother's maiden name, you're like Coffee Winston. So I'm either Blackie James or Blackie Maddox. <laughs> I think I like Blackie Maddox. I like I like Blackie Maddox. Blackie Maddox. Why you? Why the hell are you guys looking at me? Oh my god! Because we don't know what your porn, porn name, name is. is. Oh wow! We wouldn't bring it up if we didn't want to know. You know, actually, it's been Lee Ayers or either Lee Porter. And both are actually quite sexy. Was, those are not porn those names. Those aren't though. porn names. They're, I mean, they're they're suave names, but they're not porn names. No. Like, can you imagine, like... Lee Ayers? I'm sorry. Like, that's sexy as hell. It sounds sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> not like a porn star. <laughs> talking to Lucas while she has clothes in her hands to cover, <laughs> cover the baby butt. Cover belly butt, which she was so uninterested in. Um, yeah, I don't really and, care about that. And she talks to him about <laughs> taking him to the game, and she talks to him about why he quit Junior League, and he basically reveals why he choked. 
And he's like, because he, because he feels like when he's on the court, Dan has a piece of him mm-hmm. and he doesn't, he doesn't like that feeling. Um, and again, like I said, this whole episode was about why he's quote. And it was like putting a face to what you're afraid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Peyton was afraid of being irrelevant, uh, about her artwork, not meaning something. And Lucas is afraid of, um, Dan being like Dan when he's on the basketball court. Right. Um, and so then he sheds a tear after he thanks her for talking to him. And I'm like, oh, man, pain. sensitive. And then the most unbelievable thing happens. He runs up to Thud as it's closing, and the guy's walking out, and he's like, hey, please take a look at this artwork. And he's just like, oh, okay, sure. He's like, you won't be disappointed, and you know, gives him a little pat on the shoulder or something. Yeah. It's like... Who does that? He's leaving. He's locking up for the night. He doesn't want to see your shit. He wants to get the hell home. Exactly. I know damn well. I only work. I don't want somebody to hand me shit. No. Like, oh. But he takes it. It's not even so his, wrong. you know? Yeah. And so then Dan calls Luke's son again in the hallway. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, what a dick. He's really just trying to get to him. Yeah. You know, get in his head. And um, then he hands him a yeah, bag for... Yeah, he, he hands him a bag for Nathan. Um, give this to my boy. Give this to my boy. My boy. And then Jake just shows up out of nowhere and is like, hey, you know, don't let him take it from you. Your talent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I will say that out of that entire episode, he had the most support that I've ever seen. It's like, every, which is, I guess, kind of scary and crazy. But everyone pretty much knew what was going on with his, his whole issue, his life. And mm-hmm. everyone was just pouring out so much support to Lucas. Well, I mean, keep in mind, this is a small town. And so, again, there were rumors when he was in junior league. So yeah. everybody probably knows the story yeah. about the little bastard boy. Yeah. Who but I'm just saying, I think that was awesome. Like, he had support just pouring in from everywhere. Yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. And I don't, I've never had to deal with, like, that kind of issue, like a father not not wanting to claim you. Really? Um, but I can imagine that's probably really hard, you know? I would think. I mean, my dad died when I was really young, and then I had my stepdad, so, but it wasn't like, I never had to deal with a dad who had other kids. You know, a kid that was close to my age. Yeah. And it was just like, he can praise him and love him and want to be around him, but he couldn't be around me. And I think that people probably just saw that and just really wanted to... Because you look at Dan and you see what Dan does. I mean, you, the kid needs your support. Correct. Mm-hmm. Dan's an asshole. Mm. Um, so then, wow. uh, Karen shows up to the game and she has a purse over her stomach. Uh, a big old purse. <laughs> oh my gosh, she does. <laughs> she did. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. And mm-hmm. Payne's over there cheering and the guy's looking at her work, which is yeah. like a satirical look at being a cheerleader. Um, as right. they're flipping through it. Um, and then Lucas tells Payne that her art got him here. Because there was that one particular piece, and it's like, what does it say? Like, you are not them. Yeah. And it singles them out a bunch of, among a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was looking at my uh, Facebook memories. I had posted some of her artwork, and was just being so, like, emo about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then um, he assures Whitey he'll be okay. Um, he stares down Dan, and then he takes off his name. He takes off the Scott name and throws mm-hmm. it on the ground. Yeah, off his jersey. Mm-hmm. And Dan is just looking at him like, like, <gasps> what the fuck? And it's like, what did you expect? Yeah. You don't and want anything to do with that. That's just how that episode ends. I know. Um, so it leaves you anticipating how the game is going to go for episode three. It definitely does. It, it definitely it does. Yeah. Um, and I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen the third episode, so I'm assuming it picks right up with the game. It does. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That is good. Yeah. I started um, watching it and we had to stop it. 
So, um, yeah, that's the episode. So let's talk about any music moments. Like, I'm looking, and we had the theme song, which was... Uh, the Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw was a great song. And then there was another Gavin DeGraw song at the end while they're playing all those scenes. Yes, and I forgot about that song. I was like, I really, really like that song. That was Belief by Gavin DeGraw. Yes. And that played during the coda. And other than that, again, not that many music moments. Um, I mean, I like the music that they're playing. It's like a background. Nothing's getting on my nerves. But I don't really know what it is. Yeah. And one thing I like about the site that I look at, it lists every song played in the episode, and it tells you what was happening while that song was playing. So if you ever just like... I really like that song. I'm not convinced it was. It does really well at um, pointing in that direction. Did you guys have a favorite character this episode, or well, who was your favorite character this episode? So, Jeanette, I like Peyton because I she's I can see her sassy side now, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just like her a lot. Yeah, Jenny, cool. I like Brooke. Really? Oh, so you barely like, hear I, anything you from, hear Brooke. from Brooke. What I honestly loved about her, even though you guys are just totally harpooning on her, I just I feel like she was that one girl that just because she's flirtatious doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to give it up to you. And just likes playing with that line of, um, I guess, being who she is and then being a high school student. Does and she so, remind you of yourself? Kind of. When you were in high school? Yeah. Okay, because I was going to say... Oh, kiss my... But, I mean, oh, I was oh hoping you're not that way I hope you're not. I just, uh, anyway, so back anyway. on Brooke. Uh, so Brooke was your favorite. And for me, yeah. I'd probably go Jake. I really like Jake. Oh, like, we yeah. didn't see much of Jake, but Jake was very supportive. We got little tidbits about him yeah, yeah. Um, from his it's conversation like he's trying with to be, Nathan. He's trying to be Lucas's friend yeah. now. And I, yeah, I like that. And he just came out of nowhere. Just like, he oh was God, in like I'm a total of three scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, he was in the first episode. Because he was there when they were like dismissed because you weren't a part of it. Right. And then he was here now. He was there defending Luke to Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, he then was. he gave you know Luke that book. And then he was there at the end. He's been really supportive of, of Luke. And I'm like, He's you know, right. right now, Luke doesn't have another male friend in his life, yeah. his age, that's supporting him. And so I really liked Jake. I really, I feel like if I was a character in the show right now, I'd kind of be like Jake. If not Jake, then I'd be Mouth, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be Minkus. <laughs> um, so, oh, my gosh. And yeah. so, yeah, so I think that that was yeah. probably my favorite character was Jake. Yeah. Um, and so then rating the episode, uh, the IMBD rating is an 8.3. Um, oh. So how would you rate that? It's down from the first, from the pilot. Yeah. Right. Um, which I actually would agree with. Um, but what would you rate it, Jimmy? Um, a little higher than my last um, what? Yeah. Actually. What? Um, and probably more so along the lines of a seven. I actually really enjoyed that episode. Wow. And I was really surprised. It was a lot going on, and, and things kind of played along quite well, and everyone played off of each other. It was very, very good. And Jeanette? I agree. I was going to give it an eight before you said the IMDb <laughs> rating, just so you know. I didn't just okay. copy that. I felt like an eight was appropriate, and uh, I don't know. It was a really good episode. I would give it like a six. Really? Ooh. I definitely think coming off the pilot, it was a lot slower. I feel like after you had so much jam-packed as you while watching the pilot, mm-hmm. watching it immediately after, it felt slower, and it felt like it dragged a bit for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely was like, oh, not, not so good. And I feel like maybe if um, I was watching it when it aired, and I had watched the pilot the first week, and then I had a week to digest and then watch the second episode, maybe I wouldn't be so hard. But I just felt like a lot of stuff was happening out of nowhere, and it 
it wasn't big stuff. You know what I mean? It was like little stuff. It was good yeah. for character. There was a lot of character moments. Yeah, it was. Right. It was yeah. like, and, uh, compared to the intensity of the pilot with the basketball game and everything else, it was really slow. So I would definitely say a six. So we got an eight, a seven, and a six. So we'll probably say seven? group average is a seven. Uh, so not that far bad. from the IMBD. So yeah. our first episode... Um, we were pretty far from the IMBA by average. <laughs> Thanks to Jimmy. Thanks to Jimmy. And then this one, we're like at a seven. Um, so, with that being said, I have a couple of little things just to go over. The uh, the pilot, uh, the, the voiceover at the end of this episode um, was Lucas. And he was like, do not let your fire grow out. Spark by irreplaceable spark in the hopeless swamps of the not quite, the not yet, and the not at all. Do not let the hero in your soul perish in lonely frustration for the life you deserved and have never been able to reach. The world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours. Um, and then also in this episode, Karen says to Lucas, uh, it's hard to fight the things we're afraid of, and sometimes you just need a little help. Mm-hmm. And I, like you said, with all the support going on this episode, I think that was a good quote. And I feel like, again, that's something, again, that can transfer over into real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's really hard to fight the things we're afraid of, and we just need help. Um, sure. And of course, because uh, this quote just spoke to my shipper soul, oh, um, Lucas to Peyton, hey, your art, it matters. It, it's what got me here. I was like, oh, they are so cute. Yeah, it was a cute moment. They were I so cute. cute um, and so, do you guys have any like stray observations about anything that happened across these episodes? Anything like major you want to point out? I mean, I feel like we point it out as we go along. But... True. Um... Anything from your notes since we went all over through my notes? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, my notes aren't very extensive. Oh, my goodness. You don't have to be expensive. I just, I write, this one, and I feel like my notes were less this time. I just wrote bigger. Like, I feel like we breezed through this episode much quicker because it really, It was a slower episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so, um, I have some trivia for you guys. Okay. Um, Ooh. not like question trivia, but just like some stuff that we may or may not know about. Tidbits. Yeah. Um, so episode two marks the first appearance of Brooke Davis. Um, she was True. not in the pilot. Um, yes. the pilot is the only episode that Sophia Bush does not appear in. Wow. Out of the whole entire. Out of the whole entire series. Wow. Um, Nathan has a nipple piercing at one point in the pilot, and then later on when he's shirtless again, we'll never see it again. I guess so. his dad made him take it out. Uh-huh. Right? That's um, good. That's very good. That I didn't want to see that anymore. <laughs> I've never seen um, the last. Oh, my question! <laughs> uh, observations. Which one do you think is hotter, Lucas or Nathan, out of the two brothers? Hotter? Yeah, which one, which one do you find more attractive? Nathan? I figured. You know how like that really? edge? Yeah. He's got that dark she hair. Edge and dark hair. OMG. Which one did you I don't you like the pretty I boys. Lucas. Really? really? No pretty boys. I oh I think God. I would have to go no. with Lucas only because he's more like TV pretty and Nathan's like boy next door I cute. I don't do the pretty really? boys. Like, like he just looks pouty and you know, pretty. He does look like I, he's all the guys. I know. Like, I was like, I can't like handle that. I need a man. <laughs> <laughs> And Nathan is a man. He's like... He's an asshole, but he he's is. a man, he at least. Shock's crazy to you when, when you're yes. getting it on. It's probably like Peyton likes him. It's probably a little tough. Um, Mark Schwann, the series creator, originally intended for this to be a feature-length, feature-length film called Ravens. Wow. And it actually took him four years to get... took them four years to convince him to make the script into a series. Wow. So they finally convinced him. Uh, the two, two of the producers like wore him down, I guess, mm-hmm. and convinced him. Um, this, this was originally supposed to be set in Illinois, 
Um, but the WB wanted a warmer climate for the show, so they switched it to North Carolina. Hmm. And it films in Wilmington, North Carolina, where another WB series was filmed. Do you know what that series was? Nope. I don't know. Dawson's Creek. That was North Carolina? Yes, Dawson's Creek filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. Dawson's Creek actually went off the air in the spring of 2003, and this premiered in the fall of 2003. Mm. So, just kind of fresh, fresh out of there. And um, North Carolina is north of us, right? Yeah. Um, oh. Schwan, Mark Schwan wanted Chad Michael Murray to play the part of Nathan. No, originally. nope. Um, but James Lafferty was actually a basketball player in real life and a better basketball player. Um, and Chad really wanted to play Lucas, so they kind of left it as it is and it worked out for the best. He can't be mean. He cannot. I was thinking about that. No. Chad Murray cannot pull off Nathan. No. And I just never. can't imagine. I just can't imagine how that worked. And oh. who wanted him to be Nathan? The creator. Oh, that is just stupid. You yeah. can't have a blonde be, like, the villain. Really? Okay, did anybody question how Lucas is blonde? Because Karen and Dan are both oh. brunettes. I <laughs> thought about that. I was like, is he really, really their child? Um, Deb, who is Nathan's mom, is blonde. That's true. And I've so seen her. Deb and Dan, you know, have Nathan, who's a brunette. And then Karen and Dan have... Lucas, who's a blonde. I'm like, I'm not. The I dark, thought blonde hair was like really the rare. Dark hair is dominant. I, that's what I he thought. Should, dark hair was he should have had dark hair. Unless she's like dyeing her hair. Maybe or he something. Oh, he would do something <laughs> like that. <laughs> he <laughs> would. He would. Uh, the basketball oh. court they film on on the show is the same court that Michael Jordan once played on in North Carolina. Wow. He once that's played awesome. on? Yes, I guess it was junior high basketball wow. court. Wow. So cool. that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Ball of um, life. And I told you yesterday, so there's really interesting. <laughs> Ball is life because it's on the cross. Oh, Damn. man. Um, so I know that you've seen the, uh, I know that you've seen the OC, right, Jimmy? Jeanette has not seen it. No. What? You, you've given me the first season, though. I have it. No yeah. excuses. Chad Michael Murray turned down the role of Ryan Atwood on the OC to play Lucas. But he could have done that. You think he could play Ryan Atwood? I do. I have nothing he to can say. Play, he can't play Nathan, but he can play Ryan Atwood. I, I do believe that he could. I, ha- I cannot For, see. There's not much that he does. Ryan Atwood is a tough guy from Chino. No, the only thing that you Chino? see. Chino, California. Oh. The only thing that you see him do is he stands in certain scenes and looks certain ways. Chad McMurray is not a lot of white beater the way that. Uh, now, that's true, but you can buff that up. The way that. Uh, I like white beater. Ben McKenzie. <laughs> OMG. Oh, my God. Anyway. Oh, my God. Um, I hope he said that. And then <laughs> Haley, the character of Haley, was not originally in the pilot. Lucas had a more tomboyish best friend named Reagan, who was scrapped in favor of Haley, and her scenes, her speaking scenes, were reshot. But I don't know if you guys remember the scene where Lucas was in the library and Whitey came to get him, and, mm-hmm. he was, and Whitey was like Scott, and then mm-hmm. they looked up was like the other Scott. Yeah. There's a girl sitting next to Lucas. That is Reagan. Oh, that was the actress who played Reagan, supposed to originally be his best friend. Um, so she's still in the episode. She has no lines credited as the guest star. <laughs> but she I bet she there. was mad. <laughs> I, yeah, because this show went on nine years, and Haley's around nine years, so. That really sucks for I her. I mean, gotta suck for her, because, I mean, her character was definitely yeah. uh, but she was edgy. cut out. She was tomboyish. She was more tomboyish. Like, she definitely looks like a man, too. I thought she was a boy. When I was like, I was like, that's not, because I looked it up. So, you know, Reagan is in the scene. I looked mm-hmm. at her, I was like, that's a boy. And then she looked up, I was like, no. She looks <laughs> like mouth with longer hair. Oh, so wow. she went her back to, to the camera, dude. No, she? she looked up at Lucas at one point, so... Hmm. I thought she had a... Okay. Because I saw that. I remember that scene. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
And so that's really it for my trivia, my stray observations. Wow. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and plug some stuff now. Um, so um, I do want to go ahead and plug our Gmail. If you have any feedback, any questions, or anything you just want to say about these episodes or the next episodes, you can reach us at our Gmail account. Uh, there's only one OTHpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at onlyOTHpod. Um, you can check us out there. Follow us there. Um, you can check us out in our Facebook group. There's only one Tree Hill podcast that matters, and it's this one. Um, and then you can also check out our Podbean website. Uh, there's only um, one OTH. There's only OTH.podbean.com. Um, and so my personal plug, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Capeside Redemption. Um, so it's my name, Winston Mize. Um, Jimmy, do you have anything you want to plug? Absolutely. I know. Honey. Um, I'm definitely on this whole positivity, inspirational journey right now. Oh my gosh, and thank you, Jeanette, for totally watching my videos in the morning. I'll watch them every morning before I get to work. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I always I, like them, but I do watch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm on this positive journey right now, so I post inspirational videos every single morning, and so um, if you want to get inspired with more positivity, um, you can check me out on Facebook at um, Inspired by Janelle. And I'm also investing in real estate, and I decided to um, film the entire thing and, and get the ups and downs and the, the bad, the, the good, and the ugly. And those are um, also on Facebook at by Jimmy L. Cool. Yeah. And Jeanette, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> well, I'm not on Twitter, so don't. You gotta work on that. Don't, don't, ex- don't expect to find me there. I'm not can on there. You guys can tweet at our uh, at us. Yes. Or on Facebook and just convince her to get on to Twitter. Get on Twitter she needs. To I'm gonna Twitter. need a lot of convincing. Well, so have at it. it. Um, so, um, um, if you guys want to donate money to the kitchen, <laughs> we are all for it. Uh, we'll set up so oh you can get her on Twitter. I mean, I mean, I just like it to be a better way to interact with our fans. Probably all ten people who are probably listening to this. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see who is listening to this. So please make make yourself known somewhere. <laughs> Jane wants to know that this is not a waste of time. For no, I no, I really enjoy this. Even if nobody listens, um, I hope they do. And so, yeah, that Jeanette has nothing to plug, but we could try to get her on Twitter. Anything else? I think I want to say um, I love cats, <laughs> so please rescue cats and dogs, and always um, go to your shelters and support them and the people that rescue because a lot of it's out of their pockets so if you can donate a few bucks here and there to help save little animals so that make me happy that is very important as well that is like oh, most important so. just, just so you guys know Jeanette thought our dog was named after Peyton from One Tree yes. Hill which well, is not the case which is definitely not the case I did not so know I just I just made that connection yeah. there but anyway, um, so yeah, and uh, speaking of, piggybacking off of what Jeanette said, uh, just quickly, um, if you guys go on Kroger on their app, they have like uh, this thing where you can, uh, basically a percentage of your purchase will go towards a, um, a charity or a community of your choice, oh, um, yes. and so I know I have signed me and Jimmy up um, to help out our local animal shelter, 
Um, so anytime we purchase something, I think a percentage of our purchase goes to the uh, Humane Society that here. Awesome. And so you guys can always look at something like that. If you don't have the money to give personally, yeah. anytime you go and you buy groceries, a percentage of your purchase, Kroger will donate. I didn't, to an, to I didn't, I didn't know y'all did that. Cause I do that for uh, Memphis Pets Alive, who I used to uh, volunteer for and like, clean the cat cages. And they're a really great charity. So uh yeah, and if you don't, you know, want to give to pets, you can give to schools or yeah. other foundations. Just anything. It's you can something. Give to us. Uh. <laughs> yes, you can support us that way. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's nothing at no cost to you. And if you shop at Kroger, it's well worth it. You just sign up, and they'll take care of the rest. It's definitely worth it. Um, so I think I think we covered a lot. We said a lot. We're running a bit long, uh, but you know. I've just looked at I've looked at some podcasts on Twitter and some people have one that runs like 150 minutes. I mean one one hour and fifty minutes. Oh my goodness! So I'm like we're we're pretty good. We're still pretty pretty good. Um, so the next time on there's only one trio podcast that matters and it's this one. We are going to cover the next three episodes of season one. We're going to cover episode three, Are You True? Episode four, Crash Into You, and episode five, All That You Can't Leave Behind. Um, so that's it for this cast. I'm Winston. I'm Jeanette. Jimmy L. And thank you for watching and binge casting, binge casting with us. Uh, you guys have a great one. Till next time. Bye bye. <laughs> oh wait, find us on iTunes. Oh, uh, there's only one OTH pod that matters. All right, bye. <laughs>